Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news, questions and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer. Joining me as always is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. That's that's the way you say that, Jeremy. <laughs> that's the cadence, actually. I ask everybody to say my name. Excuse me, you said my name wrong? And they're like, oh, sorry. What, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jeremy. I'm, so, I'm sorry, officer. It's pronounced Jeremy. <laughs> I feel like Jeremy would have I-E on the end. Jeremy. Jeremy. Now, here's a question for you. I'm looking at this doc, right? And Jeremy's written in the name of his games that, that he's played for the week. I look just looking at this word. I'm going to say it, and you know, would you think that Bowser is spelled with a Z or an S? It has a very sharp S. Bowser, but it's not Bowser. Bowser, Bowser. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Just looking at this, at this Bowser's fury in the dock. I'm like. That looks wrong. Maybe it's just because there's no apostrophe. Maybe I'm not... My brain... That doesn't really... Oh, it's a little better. Uh, I think Bowser looks awful. Bowser. That's that's not right. I mean, it is right. It is right. It just doesn't look right. But it only doesn't look right for the first time in my life right now looking at that. <laughs> Can I ask Doug? Doug Bowser? Yeah. Bowser. <laughs> How has everyone's last few weeks been? We, um... We've been in and out of a brief lockdown since then. Uh, what's what's everyone? What's everyone's February been? Quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking March in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk over last March. <laughs> March is March is on Monday. You know, I was thinking the other day. I was like, it's been a long time since Easter, and that was because Easter last year didn't happen. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I was like, what's Easter like? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Dan Bunny? That gosh darn bunny. Um, well, if you didn't know, this is uh, minimap.com.au's uh, bi-weekly podcast. I did say that already in the intro. Uh, we talk about what we've been playing. We talk about uh, thought-provoking gaming questions each week. Uh, sometimes we talk about the news after that. Sometimes we just pick a topic and talk about that as well. Or instead of, if you enjoy that, um, we have other podcasts on the website, a game club. We've also got uh, The Pecking Order, our kissability in pop culture character podcast. Uh, Last time we tried to determine Ganondorf and Rosalina's height for about 20 minutes straight (laughs) and I had a great time. (laughs) And then uh, Capcom came out and started talking about Lady Dimitrescu's canonical height of being nine feet, six inches. So I'm sure we'll talk about that the next time we do TPO. Watch out for that one. That uh, podcast cost me a lot because I spent a good half an hour trying to find my tape measure after we recorded. <laughs> it cost I, you a lot. Because I, I, I honestly had no idea where I put the tape measure. Because I was fiddling with it for, for the rest of the podcast. Turns out ended up being packed away with all the podcast equipment. And so I didn't find it until about two hours ago when I started unpacking everything. Wait. I'm like, there's my fucking tape measure. Wait, but what did you need it for? I don't remember what I needed it for, but I needed it for something. And I was like, I was like, oh God, I can't believe I lost my tape measure. Cost Jeremy a lot. Cost you a lot. Mm. Um, if you enjoy this, the website, or any of those podcasts, uh, feel free to give them a rating on your podcast service of choice. Uh, you can also find our other writing stuff on the website. Uh, if you want to support us in other ways as well, you can support us monetarily at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, all of that there goes towards helping us keep the costs of the website running, keeping the lights on, 
Um, yeah, and just before we get right into it, uh, the music you heard uh, at the start of the show and going through to the rest of the podcast is by Shook. It's the Moog model, the improv from their YouTube channel, and you can listen to more of Shook at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, Jeremy, take us away. <laughs> Usually give me a little bit more lead in there. Yeah, um, I mean, fair enough, but it's like there's like four in here. I don't know which one. Like, just, just go for it. Sure. Let's just... We've we've all played numerous things this week, mm. so let's, let's um, go. Okay, well, last time we spoke on the podcast, I had finished Demon Souls. Demons Souls. Apostrophes. Demon Possessive Souls. Just like Bowser Apostrophe yes. Fury. <laughs> Bowser's f- Fury. <laughs> um uh, since then that was that that we spoke about that that was the first FromSoft game that I'd beaten. Um and I Finally put Bloodborne into my PS5, installed it, played it, and I have since completed Bloodborne. How long did it take wow. you? Um, not, honestly, not too long. I, I, I started from a previous save, but that previous save hadn't beaten Cleric B, so I might as well have started from a new save. Yeah, you basically, what, like, saved half an hour? <laughs> yeah, like, I just didn't do the intro. Um, I don't actually know play time. I played a lot. Mm. Um, every time I, like... So, so the beginning of the game is you're in Yarnum and you're running around and you, your first like major point of like progression is cleric beast, which I had since found out later that is actually optional. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, um, but like for the ninety nine percent of players will beat cleric beast on their first playthrough. It's like a, it's a very easy to find boss. It's the first boss. Yeah. Um, and after that, uh, you go on to you're the first. Um, boss that is a uh, another hunter um, named Father uh, Father Gascoigne, who's a fantastic boss fight, like Great a boss really fight. really good boss fight. Uh, which basically like is like if you don't know how to counter now, you better fucking learn because this is what you're going to be doing for a lot of the game. Um, so the first couple times I played, I wasn't making any progress until I just kept on leveling up, leveling up, leveling up until I beat Cleric Beast, and I went, yeah, fuck yeah. I Beat Cleric Beast. I'm going to progress on. Progressed on. Didn't die. Got to Father Gascoigne. Didn't die. Beat Father Gascoigne. Still didn't die, which was like, like I'm making progress. Like, I'm feeling it. The blood is... Boning? Boning. <laughs> it, it's, the the, the born is, is flowing through my blood. <laughs> um, and yeah, then I sort of... I just sort of didn't really slow down. Um, every time I played, I made at least a little bit of progress. Not always beating another boss, but at least getting to an area, getting another bonfire or lantern or whatever they're called in the games. Um, and just making progress in the game until I got to the final boss, in which I didn't make progress for about four days, nonstop playing, um, until I finally beat him. Jesus. Um, that was like that was the only time I hit like a hump, was like, I know what I need to be doing, I'm just not good enough yet. And so I just sort of bash my head about it, like against it. Like I did a couple of other optional bosses just to get another level or two here or there and then learned about like the runes, which I wasn't using through the entire game. Runes? Yeah, there's like there's like a whole system of like upgrades you can equip and de-equip as you go. <sighs> Fucking from soft. Yeah, right. Um, that being said, Bloodborne is one of the best games I've ever played. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Fucking good. Um, Let me, riddle, riddle me this, Jeremy. Yeah. Do you feel like you were robbed of a challenge having come straight off of Demon's Souls and like getting it 
a bit more than perhaps you would have if you were going into Bloodborne and learning the game through Bloodborne. Not quite. So there was nothing in there's nothing in me playing Bloodborne that I didn't already know. It was more like I was just in a groove. Like I I had the I had the like the 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 mental time to put into it and I had the uh the 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 like because Bloodborne is still different to all the other Souls games. It's way fucking faster and you want to be aggressive all the time because they've got the mechanic where in Bloodborne um usually in 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 FromSoft games you get hit your health goes down depending on how much you got hit. In Bloodborne your health like will go down but you'll have this like ghost of health that will slowly uh, go down as well behind it. But if you whack someone while um that is going down, you will then regain whatever uh, health you have. Uh, like, or like whatever ghost health you had and you can keep whacking enemies so that you can get hit and then it actually not take any damage from you um, if you if you aggressively retaliate. Which is really different to a lot of like Demon Souls and the Dark Souls games that I've played because they're a lot more defensive and like you get hit, you want to roll out of the way and heal. Um, and you don't have to do that in, in Bloodborne. So like... I'm getting hit by the final boss and I'm not rolling away. I'm like dodging to the side, waiting for them to attack again and then hitting them as quick as possible so I can re-get as much health. Um, that and the the use of guns like in Bloodborne is different. So like, I don't think I was robbed of the challenge, okay. but I think I was put in a mindset where I knew what I was like planning on doing. Yeah, you were ready. Yeah, because um, I'd wanted to beat this game for years. Um what do you? What did you enjoy more, Bloodborne or Demons of Souls? Uh, I think I would love. Like it, it's hard because like Bloodborne is like capped at thirty frames per second, and the loading times on PS Five are so much better than what they were on PS Four. Um, but the game still looks like an early PS Four game, specifically an early FromSoft PS Four game, which means it looks it looks like a great PS Three game. <laughs> um, so I think Blood, I think Demon Souls is like a better version of a FromSoft game at the moment, but I think Bloodborne is a better video game. Yeah. Um, there's so many diverse areas in Bloodborne that I didn't know existed because for a long time in that game you're in old Gothic, like London, Yarnum, uh, which like it, it not that it gets samey because it does feel different old Yarnum to new Yarnum or like that stuff like that but it you are in a gothic city for a lot of the beginning of that game and then later on I'm going into like nightmares and I'm in like a fucking scary forest and then I'm in like some other dimension of like moon did you stuff. did you prefer that like gothic aesthetic to Demon Souls, whatever aesthetic Demon Souls has. Demon Souls is a pretty generic. Because everyone says like Bloodborne is like I don't know, people play it because it's that aesthetic, right? That gothic. Yeah, it's it's like borderline Cthulian. Yeah, yeah, like th- th- they borrow a lot of Lovecraft stuff in it, but not in a like not like you know there are monsters with tentacles that are like. Oh, I thought you would give me a hand signal, but you were just putting your bracelet further down. Okay, yep. fair enough. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. So you're like, 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 like wrap this up. Faster. <laughs> um, <laughs> birth is blood. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did love the, the gothic uh, um, aesthetic of it because like there's a, a, a big stretch of the middle, you're not there, and then you mm. get brought back into it in a way that's like, the, like they do one of those, like the world has changed you have gained enough insight to actually see what is um, around you um, and you see giant monsters, for example, that turns out were always there. That's um, cool. it, it, like they do a lot of really sick stuff with that. 
Um, a lot of Demon Souls aesthetic is is fairly generic, like high fantasy stuff, um, which is fine. Like it's got its place. Um, but it like they honestly kind of share a a a a through line for progression, which is in Demon Souls you have the four or five archstones, which are the four or five different levels that are inside the game, and you can go to them as you please. Um, and they have a similar thing where like the, the sections of Bloodborne do feel distinct. Um, there's like the Yarnum section, and then there's like the forest and uh, surrounding forest area section, and they're represented by to go to those places. They're on separate gravestones inside the main place of the Hunter's Dream. So while you can walk from one to the other, unlike in Demon Souls, they still do feel like pretty separately, like separate, distinct zones. Um, it also helps me track my progression better because once I started unlocking areas in all four of the gravestones, I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm getting to the end of this. Like I'm, I'm actually seeing the the like the light at the end of this tunnel um which was which was a fun thing to actually get so sweet it's very good i look forward to playing that game when i finally beat dark souls 2 <laughs> what about 3 bloodborne was after 2 so. yeah ah yeah. i see do you think they'll do you think they'll like re upscale it for ps5 no i think i think if they were going to they would have said they were going to by yeah. now Shame. Yeah, it is a shame. It still feels fine at 30. Like, you get used to it really quick, but, yeah. like, it... Oh, it feel real nice at 60. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, um... Do you remember playing Demon Souls and turning on, like, cinematic mode? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, what yeah. is this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to play at 23 frames a second. I, I still don't know what that cinematic mode did. Awful. Like, the lighting didn't get better. The shadows didn't get better. I don't know what... It, it, it does get better. I did watch does? Digital Foundry's breakdown. The, the the visual quality is better. It's just the frame rate is, like, sub-30 oh, the whole time, God. so it doesn't matter. Do not, do not want to begin to try and play that. Keep on going, Jeremy. What else you got? Nuts. <laughs> Played a game called Nuts. Um... <laughs> Nuts is a really cool game. Um, is it about finding that squirrels? Is not, not what I thought it would look like. Oh, Nuts' aesthetic is through the fucking roof. Yeah. It is. Would all... you say it's Nuts? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Um, but it's very good. Um, so Nuts' aesthetic is like... Whoa. There's no like, there's no like textures of things. It's like colors and outlines, but in a way that you still understand what everything looks like. And each day has got a different color feel to it um yeah it's like it's like monochrome in a different color so yeah it says day one it's like a green monochrome and then everything interactable is orange yeah so so the pink so so nuts is a first person game where you are a squirrel watcher you are your (laughs) your your goal is to um uh, find out what these squirrels are doing because you've been tasked by this um your your contract is to like these squirrels are endangered i believe is, is what it initially was pitched as and so every day you set up cameras and you know where the squirrel's nest is and you have a task like find out where the squirrel goes at night so throughout the day you set up cameras and then throughout the night you sit on your computer and you have a video clip similar to like um her story or um the other one that wasn't her story 
the 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 other one uh, the lie the lie one telling lies telling thank lies, you yeah. um where you have a video clip and you get to watch what your camera filmed that night you don't get to move your camera you just get to set it and position it and then you get to watch what your camera saw throughout that night and then you can scrub and then follow the squirrels through that so then you have a, like a little gps saying hey my camera was here at, and, and also you've got a printer, which is great because you can print off screen caps of what's happening <laughs> and you can have like this big, um, like a, like a board with, with, uh, like a cork board with like strings. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can say, well, like, and the, the, <laughs> Who the done it? Yes. It, like it's, it's honestly <laughs> that it's really great. It's like a little mini detective story where you're just following where the screws are going. Um, and sometimes it'll be like middle of the night, the squirrels will meet up in this area and then so like you'll then get a phone call being like, oh, the squirrels are meeting up, go follow where the other two squirrels go. And so then you spend the next few nights and like they do the same thing every night because it's still a video game. Um, but you then set up the cameras to then follow where the other squirrels went. Um, it's, but it gets a little bit more sinister in, in a way that's really fun um, and a little bit more rewarding than I think Firewatch did it. Not that I think they did it poorly, but I think they really wanted you to think that something sinister was happening in Firewatch and then they, they, they pulled yeah. that bait and switch. Um, this game is a lot like Firewatch, honestly. I was, um, I was not to... I was like... Hey, I feel I'll, like I'll, that, I'll talk about Firewatch yeah. any day of the week. <laughs> um, I feel like it's it, it looks like Firewatch if the, they just got rid of all the colors and replaced them with two colors. Yeah, instead. yeah, but like, yeah. but it still looks great. It's yeah. still a stunning looking game. And also, it's a surveillance game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you, like they they let you they let your mind run in a way that's really fun. Um, what are the squirrels doing? That's that's, that's <laughs> what everyone wants to find out. Um. <laughs> It's really great. It is a really, really phenomenal game. I think it was like 25 bucks. Uh, it took me three and a half hours to beat, um, I think. Three and a half hours? Almost three hours to beat. It's got a great length. It's got a really good story. It looks really nice. Um, and like the mechanics are super, super solid. Um, you will find out, like no two people will play this game the same um, because obviously you're going to be following different through lines at different times um, by following those squirrels. Uh, yeah, it's just really, really good. I, you, you, I think you both honestly would really like this mm. game. Um, so I cannot recommend that game enough. Looks gorgeous. Yeah, it, like it, its aesthetic is really striking. It's got a really, really. Kind of wish they chose a different name. The nuts. I feel like name the name lets it down. Balls. <laughs> well. <laughs> um. I also briefly played Phasmophobia for the first time. How do you how do you like it? Uh, so, <laughs> I like I liked it a lot. It, it, it's jank as hell. Yeah, it is. It's um, awful. And like I, I sort of wish I didn't play with people who already knew sort of what to do. No, I feel like you have to play with people that know what to do. Otherwise, like it just wouldn't be fun. But it's I, just inscrutable. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it's just too frustrating because it doesn't tell you how to do anything. Maybe, but I, I kind of wanted to play around like, well, I'm just going to bring a bunch of candles and yeah. like, I'm just going to bring a camera in case the camera might do something. Yeah. Um, I think the game might just be too harsh for that. Yeah. Um, I hope with like, as that game gets further along development, they sort of rebalance. I've it, been it, it, saying it, that for months. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's hard in a way that's like not really enjoyable to no. play. Ollie and Jane bought that game and refunded it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they really didn't like yeah. it. Interesting. I think I think it uh, the jankiness adds to the suspense in a way that yes. they probably didn't mean I mean maybe they did, but I think that it it doesn't it doesn't put me off playing it 
because it, I don't know, makes it scarier. So, That's good. which brings me to my story. Yes, I have a lot of audio equipment. <laughs> I also have many ways to route audio through different channels through my computer. So, at one point while we were playing the game, I needed to get the attention of the ghost. I had made a. <laughs> I, I I threw the. Uh, the crucifix on the ground which was going to protect me from this ghost because we discovered what this ghost was and we needed a photo of the ghost so what i did is i threw the crucifix on the ground and i ran over to it and i muted myself in discord and i opened up my mic in game and i blasted bustin oh my god through the in-game which apparently sounded terrible because everything's like walkie talkies in that game if you're far away it sounds like shit but just Plus like proximity chat as well it is yeah. proximity chat and so they were far away and they were getting close to like busting 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 basically feel good and the ghost got pissed <laughs> and the ghost ran all the way up to me and like did like a like tried to jump at me but like had the i was standing on the crucifix and i was like looking at the ghost shitting myself while busting <laughs> is playing extraordinarily loud and someone runs over snaps a photo and i bolt out the front, <laughs> fucking front door and we run into the caravan and that was really funny for me and one other person and the other two didn't think it was funny at all which made me think it was even more funny than what it actually was that and um like air horns turns out a lot of ghosts gamers they run towards air horns all the time um uh yeah it's fun it's funny jank is all hell and looks like shit and controls terrible and is um, so not done which maps did you do uh, we did, uh, there was an, there was a double story house with yep. a car in the garage, mm. um, which was fun because immediately the car alarm went off and we <laughs> couldn't figure out how to get in there to stop the car alarm. You couldn't find the key. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the like old decrepit house with the Ouija board in the back. Oh no, I think the Ouija board stuff changes. I don't think I've played that one. It, 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 that I've was, that was like a cool map. The farmhouse one. Cause that I can't play that. Like it's fucking. It might have been that one. Like like wooden log. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the wood yeah. Like it's got two stories, maybe three stories. Oh no, this is only one story. Yeah, there's one that has. I mean, it's two stories in an attic, and it's just fucked. Right. It's like, don't think I'll be playing that one. <laughs> there's some actually great, great clips of that game. Yeah. From like multiple perspectives of the of the one game from a couple of different people, where there's someone inside, and they're like following their friends out the door and then the door like close, yep. closes and, and you locks. Get locked in. Yep. And then the, the ghost oh. comes and then it cuts to the other person and you just hear the muffled screams behind the door like, oh my God, help, oh my God. <laughs> it's genuinely, it's genu- it's genuinely terrifying. Oh, it like, is it's, very it's, frightening. It's probably like the most suspenseful, like, I don't know, maybe the scariest game I've ever played. Like it's, it's scary, um, which I think Wicked. says a lot. And I really hope that they... Uh, do update it because I think with even more polishing it could be really 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 good so look what I really really want them to do is I want them to give you dud houses I want Ooh. them to give you houses which people like has reported as being like haunted but they're actually not it's nothing mm-hmm. um, because I think like it, it it cheapens it a little bit in the sense of like everywhere I go I know is being haunted but like if it's just like a really windy night and shit's banging around but there's no actually ghost. There's yeah. no ghost. Like I, I won't know that there's no ghost. I just think maybe I just didn't find it that time. Yeah. I think that would be really cool to add into the rotation of like you taking jobs. Like you can take, you know, jobs that might make you a little bit more money because they're paying you to go there. But, um, like quick and easy money. Mm. But you actually don't know if there's a ghost there or not. Mm. I, I think that would be a really good uh, thing to throw into that rotation. That would be cool. Um. Because, you know, like when you watch like a ghost hunter shows or whatever, you know, 
99.99% of the time, you don't see shit. <laughs> yeah. And in this game, you see a ghost every single time. Yeah. So I also want him to lean into the like the ghost hunting TV show stuff more. Me too. Yeah, like I think it would be great if like someone had to be a cameraman. <laughs> like they weren't a part of actually solving anything, but someone had to follow around and film it. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. <laughs> and then uh, take us home with a bit of Nintendo, Jeremy. So I got... The new Mario game, which name I remember. Super Mario 3D World. Super Mario 3D World? That's what I wrote on the doc. Sure isn't. So I didn't write 3D Land because to me, they're the same game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, plus I forget about 3D Land all the time. Well, to me, they came out. To me, they're the same game in my head because I, I didn't have either of them. I mean, neither did I, but I knew they were different because 3D Land looks like shit. <laughs> which one's 3D Land? The one that's only on DS. The yellow case, right? I'm sort of remembering it. Oh, it's got a yellow, yellow like bright yellow case. It's I feel like it's got a yellow Mario case. Maker's got a yellow case. <gasps> Maybe it's Mario Maker. I think it's Mario. got a white case. Does it have a white case? Every, I every no, I mean, 3DS game I is mean, a white case. I mean, the actual case. cover. It's white. Anyway, go on. Uh, I never had it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pretty sure it had a yellow case. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so I got 3D World um, on the Switch. Um, and it's fun. I, I got it in the mail... Because um, we were about to go into lockdown, or we oh, yeah, no, that, no, we went timing. into lockdown. That, yeah, for for my birthday on February twelfth. Yeah, that's right. Mario came out and Melbourne got a lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so like it arrived, and um, me and two of my housemates played it for about four hours, and we had a blast. We had a, just a great time playing Mario games that only one of us had ever played before. Um, the levels of good and fun, and the gameplay was tight and the it looks good and the sound is great it's just a really fun mario game mm-hmm. um and after that i played bowser's fury which is the uh expansion that it comes with um Old which you. is yeah um which is the same engine as 3d world, world. um <laughs> and controls the same as 3d world however you have a free camera as opposed to a fixed camera um, and you get this little it. So it turns out um, Bowser's Fury is actually a sequel to uh, Super Mario Sunshine, mm. um, almost directly. Um, you have the lo- creepy Luigi with black goo. You have it's Mario. What is Luigi? Nah, because mm. in Sunshine they think it's Mario. He gets imprisoned at the very start because they're like Mario did this. Oh well, in this it's a Luigi that you're chasing around. Okay. Um, and there's like the M with the two dots at the top, like the right, logos, which is and Bowser Junior. Yeah, yeah, and Bowser Jr. In, is in it, and he's your, like, companion throughout this game um, because Mario... No, sorry, I think Bowser just gets, like... He just gets more evil, and Bowser Jr. is like, help, my dad's more evil than what he usually is. Help me. <laughs> he's upset. Yeah, and Mario, like, just, like, crosses his arms and, like, looks away, and he's like, please, <laughs> please, and Mario's like, okay, and they, like, both jump and they, like, freeze frame, like, while they're in the air. Um, it's It's really good. It's really fun. The music is great. Um, the the level design is really cool. Uh, it's similar to Odyssey, where there are quite a few shines around to collect, and you don't have to do it in any specific order. Um, and they'll give you small hints about what you want to do, and the levels will change depending on what shine you have. More similar to sixty four in that way, mm. um, where the levels will evolve as you progress through them by getting more and more stars. Um, but it's all one big area, so the levels will change when you leave and come back, which I think is kind of neat. Right. And as you progress through the game, you unlock more areas in this big open world. 
Um, and like things will change that will allow earlier parts of levels to change once more. Um, and then every nine or so minutes, Bowser will like wake up and get mad and start shooting fire at you. And you have to either collect a shine to make him go away or wait it out, um, which is interesting um, to wait him out because I'm like, oh, I'm not really close to any shines and I don't really want to start getting a shine while he's attacking me. So I'm just going to sort of like hang out until he leaves. How long, you, how long do the waves go bell for? In the middle of the lake and if you don't have, you don't always have the bell as an option okay. for you. How long do the waves go for? Uh, they can change. I had one go for two minutes. I had one go for like nine minutes, but mm-hmm. I think it got stuck and it wouldn't leave because I was like in an area near a shine, but I couldn't get it because Bowser was like ruining me every time I went to go get it. But also, he wouldn't leave. I think because I was staying in the area, so I yeah. left the area and I came back, and then he like he like went back to sleep. Um. But then if you get enough shines, you then get the big bell and you turn into a big cat Mario. <laughs> big cat. And it's like a it's like a it's like an Evangelion fight almost. But like no, it's actually more like Godzilla versus King Kong, because it's like Mario's a big cat, so he sort of looks like a monkey, and Bowser's a big <laughs> dragon, so he's like a big kaiju. And so they're like fighting each other. Um and it's like the fight, it's like a it's a Bowser Mario fight. You know what to do. You jump on his stomach when he's upside down and you whack him when he's not rolling at you. Like it, it's very easy. Um, but it's fun and it, it's really good and I don't actually know what to make of it because um, I think it's a really good thing that exists and I'm really glad that I played it and I'll, I'll go back and probably get more shines in it but also I don't know if this was Nintendo figuring out if they wanted to make a 3D Mario in this form and then deciding they didn't want to but they had a really good prototype or if this was like a prototype for a Sunshine sequel at some point which didn't make it too far so they did this instead. Well, it's not really that much of a Sunshine sequel. Like I understand thematically it is, but there's no flood. No, sure. It's not no, Sunshine. No. no, 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 but I mean it is a like uh, like like thematically in Mario canon this would be a Sunshine sequel. Right. Um whatever Mario canon is. Um <laughs> It's like Zelda canon. Yeah. Freaking Mario's got an alternate timeline. 64 splits off into three. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really cool. I, I don't really know what it is, though. It, it's a really strange thing for them to do. Nintendo don't often do this. That's a, a pretty frequent thing I've heard from uh, commentary I've listened to is that this seems like a great, wonderful, published to the world yeah. experiment. Yes. Um. And it's wonderful that they've done that in a Mario game for a game that has been so iterated upon. Mm. It's great they're trying new stuff and it's great that if they weren't sure about it or it's commercial viability or they wanted to see what people think, they lumped it in with this other thing that people were going to buy and they road tested it. Like and, a- and it's been getting positive re- positive reception alongside this like, like you said, Jeremy, a lot of people are just like, I don't know, I don't know, what is this? I don't know. So we'll, we'll see what... Nintendo decide. We'll see. I, I don't know why they put out this sort of half game. Like, I don't... Maybe it's all they had and they were like, well, fuck it, people want more than just 3D World. Here yeah, like, maybe a lot of this was like initial concept for whatever a DLC for Odyssey could have been. Yeah. Um, like, Isle Delfino is on the planet inside of Odyssey. Um, like, <laughs> like, it? That's yeah, funny. Yeah, like, as you like as you go through the different kingdoms, um, you go around that, that world... Um, oh, Aldefino's yeah, sitting there. Maybe they, uh, yeah, maybe they wrapped in mm. the because they were meant to maybe do single player DLC for Odyssey. Well, th- that's what everyone thought they were going to do because it would have been so easy just to add another kingdom. Like, yeah. how good would have that have been? Um, yeah. You know, charge ten bucks per or whatever. Oh well, but yeah, cool. it, it it it's a it's a cool thing. It's a fun thing. I 
and Ollie kind of agrees with me on this. I did not enjoy 3D World when I played it in like 2014. Mm. Have you played it at all, June? The one think, on Wii U? Yeah, I think I did because I remember playing as the cat. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was alright. I don't really like Zelda, uh, Zelda, Mario games that much. You don't like either. <laughs> yeah, I don't like either of them. But like, I don't really go out of my way to play Mario games yeah. except for Galaxy, which is an exception. But um, yeah. 3D World it, it 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 strikes me as too simple. Yeah. In times. And I think that gets mitigated when you've got friends who are playing it and you're just picking each other up and fucking each other around <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, Oh, that game gives you so many options to just ruin your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I've not been particularly compelled to play this, but I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, like it it was very much like turn brain off, look at TV game. Um, look at TV. Like there was nothing that was like, what do we do here? It's <laughs> like, it's not that sort of game at all. <laughs> what um, do we do? <laughs> um uh, we did have fun. Like there were a bunch of levels that we were like, "Yeah, that was fun. Let's move on." And there were a bunch of levels that were like, "That level is really good. Let's quickly go back to that level right now. Just do it again. Get that third star. Yeah, we and, yeah, and just get all this. Just get like just hundred percent that level that we enjoyed. Like I don't, I'm not gonna hundred percent that game. Um, which is a shame because if you do get another character as well as like apparently really good hard Mario levels, which yeah. I really like. I like hard Mario. I have levels. heard that the final world is. Very, very challenging. Yeah, which is like that's that's the thing I really want to do, but I don't want to have to go through that to do that. So we'll see. How I Give go. it to me. I won't. I won't be able to help myself but complete it. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, are the four games that I've been playing, as well as another one that Kara talked about soon. Massive games. Mm. Uh, and and Apex. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you know. No, I know, but it's like you know a lot of games. Yeah. It's been a while since I recorded. Adrian, do you want to go next? Or do yeah, wanna... I can go next. Great, go for it. Take it away. Um, I have games. <laughs> I have games this week. Everyone get excited. Um, wow. I finished Resident Evil Seven, which Jeremy and I started like three years ago. <laughs> three years ago, we played once. <laughs> Wait, I... so so how much how much game time was that in this? <laughs> like an hour. It, uh, yeah, about that. Right. Okay. So you played ninety percent of this game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got to a door and neither <laughs> of us wanted to go through it. There was like it's noises just, coming from it and noises stopped as we got close and neither of us wanted to hold the controller to press X I, to go through the fucking door. Having played the entirety of that game now, the first hour is the scariest. Yeah. And I've seen speedruns of that game. The first hour is far yes. scarier than later on. Um, uh, I played it with my friend who had just moved house um, and they they don't have any furniture. So we were sitting on the floor with a TV on the floor nice. playing oh, Resident Evil good, 7, right? Yeah. And I think it made it less scary because, I don't know, we had the lights on and it was oh, like okay. we we sat and played it for eight hours straight. Like yeah. it wasn't, I don't know. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I think it, it got to a point where it wasn't scary anymore and that was kind of disappointing. But I think um, I really the story was really interesting and the twists. Do you know about what happens yeah. at the end? Yeah, I do. Um, I quite like Do you thing. care about spoilers, Kerry? Nah. When you find out that Evelyn is the grandma and mm. like the grandma is like the scariest character yes, in the entire game and like she doesn't, she doesn't do anything to you. She just is pl- in places yeah. and she just sits there and lolls her head around Ugh. and that's it. But you find out that she's actually the big bad Okay. at the end, like the end and the, the end boss fight Oh yeah, it's fucking stupid. But we, I don't want to get into that. Um, the gameplay is kind of all over the place in that one. Yeah, it? it is a bit. Like, like I've seen bits of gameplay here and there. The first person aspect of it just seems to really kind of mess with it. Oh, I don't I re- mind the first person stuff. No, I really like it. Yeah, okay. I don't mind it. I think it makes it spooky. Um, but 
I guess I, I understand where people come from when they say that it's like not like other Resident Evil stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, because it isn't. It is kind of, it's almost, it feels standalone because obviously Ethan is a new character. Oh, fuck Ethan, honestly. Like he, yeah. he's a nothing character. And he's, he's back for eight. Yeah. Hopefully he has a little bit more personality in eight. But um, do you know what happens at the, at the end of the DLC of eight? Seven. The, Sorry, end of the seven. DLC is seven. Uh, don't tell me because I'm going to play the DLC next week. I've already played. I've played <laughs> okay. half of. I've played half of the DLC already. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So right. we want. We want to finish. Okay. It. Sure thing. I won't tell you what happens. Please don't. Um, I want to get into the DLC in a second. But okay. Um, the the issue I think you know when you you know you're playing a game you've you know doing uh, all nighter finishing something you know in the one sitting and like you get to a point where it's like I don't know two a.m. and you're like this is like we've still got about three hours to go and we're in this section that just sucks. And you're like, we could just stop. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead. Yes. Red Dead. Red Dead too. But, um, there's, there's this section where, and it sounds really cool in theory. And I was really excited about it the entire time because it's like the whole aesthetic of, of like, uh, Southern Gothic. Right. And Louisiana, like in the bio, like it's really cool. And Remember there's your DMs to me about this. <laughs> And there's this, there's this, um, it's sort of hinted that uh, a ship crashed into the bayou. And I was like, oh, I hope we get to explore it because like big old ships yeah. are fucking terrifying. Like they're yeah. really scary to me. And That's what we were like, talking about with Soma, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also in, uh, I feel like there was another game, Madamadam. We don't yeah. talk that, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, Okay, so the ship. So yeah, so I was it was I was really excited about it because it's like two things I find really scary combined into one thing. It was the worst section. It was so so no. boring, and you're in there for like two hours, and it's just like I don't know. I don't know. It was fucking awful. Anyway, I got through it, and um, the rest of the game was also kind of average. But sorry. that sucks. The, um, the message I got from you was <laughs> so I finally finished RE Seven. The aesthetic holds up. Except for the Man of Medan section that's set in a huge beach ship in the bayou, which sounds like it would fucking slap, but it sucks big time. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Um, but uh, overall, I had a really good time with it because it, I don't know, once you sort of, I, I think with all horror games and stuff, once you have the flow and once you know how, how they move and stuff, it becomes really easy. Um the character design of the bosses I really enjoyed, you know, uh, the mother. I don't remember what she looks like. She's like a big bug. <laughs> she's like a spider and like you fight her like in the greenhouse and she's like laying eggs and um, Jesus. it's like not that one. Go like boss fight or something. Yeah, I guess that'll do. But she has like really, really long arms. It's like, it's really scary. Anyway. What's wrong with these people? It's gross. Yeah. Like, ugh, it's gross. Anyway. Um, Welcome to the family. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. It was neat. It was cool. A big way to go into here. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And uh, the escape room sections of like Lucas's. Do you remember? Do you remember that? I, I watched speed runs, mm. so I don't know. Like the sections are pretty blurry for me because yeah. what I'm seeing is happening in like really fast. Times five speed. <laughs> um, there's a section where you play uh, Lucas, who's the brother, um, and he. You, do you find out he's he's not he, he was already like a psychopath before he was inflicted with um, Evelyn's disease or whatever, and um, he makes you do like I don't know saw like escape room puzzles. <laughs> 
and um i think it's designed really really well that that the one the the with the cake and the clown and stuff um that was really cool i liked lucas's sections it's all like traps and shit um the dlc i haven't played the main two story ones like the one where you play as uh chris sure. i haven't played that and i haven't played the one where you play as the crocodile punching man <laughs> um, uh, dial. yeah <laughs> sure um but i played uh i can't remember what, they, what they're called but they're like the small there's four of them and there's like uh there's like maybe they go for like an hour each um one of them is just like a wave survival yeah. stay alive which i didn't hate it was really annoying like we took maybe three hours to finish it because it was we were having trouble um the second one is another escape room which i found really 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 annoying and i thought it was badly not as good as the one in the game but then i was like surely someone else has the same opinion as me anyway everyone everyone online's like they should have put this in the main game it was so good it's like <laughs> no um you basically have to like uh try and escape while while the mum comes in every now and then and you have to go get put everything back and hide back into bed before she realizes something's oh, wrong interesting. um but she'll always give you like 30 seconds or something when she's like banging on the door to, to let you put everything back together but at the very end when you've you, you got everything and you've got the key and like you need to like leave you she comes you make a noise and she comes in immediately and it doesn't tell you i mean you have a knife but you i don't know my brain doesn't work that i wasn't thinking like oh i've got to use the knife on her now because it's like i'll have 30 seconds i'll go out and she won't be there anyway she's there and she kills you you gotta do the entire thing again it takes like i don't know half an hour oh god anyway it was really frustrating the third one was is there three or four maybe there's only three no there's four um the third one was my favorite because it was a blackjack game where you play blackjack except the stakes are your fingers and also your life <laughs> and I think like this, this, I don't know, it took, didn't take long, half an hour. And like this half an hour was like the most uncomfortably, it was like the scariest part of the entire game. It's like, really? The, yeah. The fucking, the, yeah. In the, the DLC that no one's going to play. The card game. Yes. It was scary. And it just like made me feel really unsettled because like, you know, the stakes keep increasing and your fingers keep coming off because you're losing. Um, wow. And then, like, once all your fingers are gone, they're like, oh, we'll up the stakes again. And you're like, oh. And then they bring out the electric electrocution stuff. And I I really am I'm not good with electrocution. And that was really scary. Anyway, it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And the third, the fourth one is boring. We don't have to talk about that. Anyway, Resident <laughs> Evil 7 is pretty good. Cool. Um, yep. You excited for 8? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I know th- very little about it. I Not really my aesthetic vampires and stuff I'm I'm, kind of I, I'm I'm gonna play it I'm excited about it but like I think I liked 7 a lot because of where the setting was so um, but did you see how fucking jacked Chris is in the new game <laughs> my guy is big <laughs> he's huge and can I, uh, Capcom is selling that jacket and I want that jacket we're not talking about twinks anymore nope shame um, can I talk about Catherine maybe? yeah of course can I talk about Catherine uh I finished full body finally. So, so really quick, just yes. just on just on Resident Evil. Yes. Would you play it? On, would you play seven in VR? 
because thing is in VR. I don't think I see I was talking to our friend of the show Sparky about this um, and he played it all in VR in one sitting mm. like, one sitting I know holy shit <laughs> um, and good lord he, like he really enjoyed it in VR but like I, I don't think like especially because like we couldn't even get through the first thing and not in VR like I don't think I would be able to I don't think I would have the mental strength to be able to do that the jump scares are just they're just too much there are a lot. There are a lot. They they sort of settled down after, but like yeah. that first bit, the no. Because uh, Patrick Klepik at Waypoint played the entirety of Seven in VR only. He's only ever played it in VR. Yeah. Um, and he really really liked that game because he's a huge horror buff. Yeah. Like he has like a horror podcast and everything. And he was saying that like how many podcasts do those people have? <laughs> oh my god. Right? Well, that's what, that's what happens when it's your job. I guess. Must be nice. Um. That, uh, yeah, he was saying that like that was one of the best games for a long time that he ever played in VR because it was just like it just worked with everything that he was going for. Mm. Um, and what I really hope is that now that PlayStation has announced that there's going to be a PSVR 2 on PS5 or whatever it is, hopefully 8 will come to VR. VR as well be cool. on PlayStation 5. That's Have they confirmed? See. It is first person, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There's a demo. Out. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. Do you want to play it after this? Could, sure. could do that. Sure. Um, tell my PS5 to I'm not going to play it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like to try it in VR, but I don't know how how far I would get. Um, Catherine. Catherine. Uh, I finally finished it, and I think I bitched about it last fortnight. I can't remember. I think I did. I do that I normally. I think you did play it a little bit. And yeah. You were you were annoyed at the third. You were annoyed at the third Catherine. Yeah. Because there was no point or something? Yeah. So she she just doesn't come back. So they gets to a stage where, like, if you don't sort of go down her path, she just fucks off. And, like, <laughs> you don't see her for the rest of the game and don't really hear about her. Right. I guess that's because all of the endings from the other one didn't involve her? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Um, I, th- I think that that now that I've finished it, my opinion is still the same of that it was really unnecessary to put another Catherine in it. I think that it models what they were trying to say in the original story a lot. I think that um, what they did, so they also changed the endings for oh. Catherine and Seathrin, the good uh, the good endings. They mm. changed them completely. So, <laughs> you know, like the, the iconic, uh, the Seathrin good ending or true ending, I can't remember which one it is, where you become, uh, like, you you go to hell and become a demon and you have, like, a whole bunch of yeah. demon wives. Yeah. They have taken that out completely. They've changed what? that, her ending, to um, you re- go back in time to high school where Seathrin is in high school with you and you fall in love with Seathrin, not Catherine, and then you get married to Seathrin. That's She's her true ending demon. rather than the hell one. She's not a demon anymore in this one. What? And I, what? I just I think that ending sucks. What? I know. Why is everyone having dreams? Why are men dying? Oh, that, you go back in time and it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> That's bizar- it's stupid because that ending is so good. What? What? But the Anyway. That, that's such a weird thing for them to like take out yeah. endings. Yeah. And they also changed Catherine's to something else as well, but I can't remember because it wasn't as big as Catherine's. Um, they also in Catherine's new true good end or good ending. I can't remember. I'll look it up. But they also uh, have uh, Erica not transition, 
which I was really uncomfortable with. Oh, oh yeah, what? Yeah. I think oh. it might have been Seathrin's good ending, actually. And it's like, well, you can't... I don't know if you can put that in a good ending, Whoa. right? Uh. And, like, that on top of the fact that um, oh my God. Rin is male. Yeah. G- genetically male. Yeah. Is, and they don't... They still don't do that. I think... Uh, Vincent says at one stage, like, I don't care about gender. It doesn't matter. And that's that's all they talk about it. They don't yeah. say anything else. And the reason Rin runs away from you at the start is because Vincent has a really bad reaction to seeing Rin with no clothes on. And that's how that's how Rin fucks off. Um, oh. I know. It's just, it, it's just like, it doesn't, it wasn't necessary at all. They shouldn't have changed the endings. The original endings were fine. At last. Um, what, I, what I did enjoy was, um, did I? Yes. Mm, did I? <laughs> I can't remember, but uh, the they've given a lot more backstory to how you uh, your started the relationship with Catherine, Catherine, um, which I enjoyed because the, uh, in the original game, see, I don't know because in the original game you didn't really have enough backstory to want to stay with Catherine once you find out that she faked her pregnancy and stuff. So you sort of start leaning towards Catherine because like why not? You don't really know much about Catherine, so it's sort of really in the middle. But with all this new backstory about Catherine is like, well, I'm not going to be an arsehole because I can see how this relationship developed and I can see that, you know, they're in love or whatever and they've right. been in love since high school. It's like, why would I want to cheat on her? Yeah. And so, like, there's really no, oh, what am I going to do? It's like, well, don't be an arsehole, you yeah. know? Um, so I, I kind of am on the fence about whether I like that or not. What, so you, do you still fight, like, God at the end of the yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. But... I... <sighs> All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you care? Do you want spoilers for how Rin's ending ends? I'm never playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she's an alien from outer space. Oh. In her what? in her good ending. Um, <laughs> so, in I, I was wondering, so, Rin is the third Catherine, right? You see, yes, okay, Rin yep. is the third okay, Catherine. Cool. Um, she's an alien. Uh, in her good ending, you go to space with her and uh, she plays piano and, like, Vincent's, like, the fan club. And like, there's a scene where everyone's together, um, in that. And Erica has transitioned in that one, and I don't know why. Anyway, um, and I can't remember what the other one is. Oh, and I think in her like true one, she like Vincent like falls and like says that she loves he loves her, and then she's like, I can't do this right now, and then she goes home to space because she's an alien. I must go now. My people need me. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Rin died on her way home to her home planet. <laughs> I mean, what's the takeaway from this? Like, trans people are aliens and... Oh, I have did not even think about that. Like... You're right. It's the, it's the, only, it's the only time the other trans characters in that ending as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my god! It's oh just not boy, that is a can of worms to unpack, <laughs> Atlas. What are you doing? Why would and, you do that? And my issue, like you know, I think after the original came out, people were really unhappy about how they treated Erica's yeah, absolutely stuff, which, <laughs> with context of full body, it wasn't that bad. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad, right? They could have done worse, and they did do. It worse. wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. Yeah. Um. And you'd think that they would have listened to the criticism about that and and 
adapted and fi- maybe even fixed Erica's story a yeah. little bit. Uh, no. Well, they it, just it made becomes... another trans character and did it worse. Holy shit. I mean, that becomes a thing of like, is that is that that, that culture mismatch, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like, is it? But if you're making a game for a wide audience of lots of cultures, you don't like you know it's the cyberpunk shit again, isn't it? It's yeah, like, it is. And I mean, you we just spoke consult about- people you're writing about and yeah. bring them into the room to see if what you're doing is bad. Actually, yep. If 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 there were trans writers in the room, that probably wouldn't have happened. Yep. How many trans writers do you think there are in game development in Japan? Well, game development at all. I mean, game development like at all. Like, in any any space that isn't an indie space, very, very Not few. many out, at least. Yeah. Um, Jesus. I like the puzzles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because the, the gameplay of Catherine hasn't changed, no. has it? Uh, they've added some different blocks, but that's about it. Okay. Are so, the new blocks cool? Yeah, they're cool. So, like, they're joined together. So, there's, like, blocks oh, of two. Like fuse. Yeah, and there's, like, blocks of, like, T. So you got to try and figure out how to get around that, which is cool. I didn't really have an issue with them, to be honest. It wasn't that hard. Um, God. <laughs> anyway. How many... I, it's been coming up to three years since we did that for Game Spoilers, which is fucking wild, by the way. Um, but that was the, the... I played Catherine like the week after I moved house and we didn't have a couch. And I had to like put the... I was like sitting on like <laughs> chair cushions in the spare room with a TV on the floor <laughs> and I played that game like all day until like 3 a.m. So we could come and do that that podcast with um Shane. with Shane. Mm. And then you just moved house as well. That was the first podcast we did in your bunker. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, God, that was such a fever dream. But I remember were you rushing it for that one as well? For game I don't spoilers? think I finished it for that for that one. To right, be okay. But you already had in the past. Yeah. Um, I can't. I, you know, I was like, oh, Catherine, they made some improvements. I wonder if I, you know, maybe I would go back and play. Oh, it's a bit too recently. Maybe I'll play that later. I'm, I'm never going to touch that game. It's such I'm a, sh- it's such a shame because I want, I want a PS4 remake of Catherine, with the same puzzle stuff. Maybe add the extra blocks. Like I want, I want that game again, but I just want the same game again. Like yeah. I don't want them to add anything else into it. Like it's fine as it is. Is yeah, it sounds like they rebooted it, like they yeah. rewrote it. Yep. Is um so so there's no original version of Catherine on PS4. No, it's only on PS3. Um, you can stream the PS3 version via PS now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> is Catherine on PC? I don't think so. No. Okay. Oh, it might be. I it think might it, be I think now. It came Full body later. might be now. Let's get the fuck out of me. Winnie, hop down. Good dog. Um. I think it. I think it came recently, like in the last year or two. I don't know. Recently. I feel like you'd, you have to sort of play it with a controller. I don't know how you would really work that with a keyboard and mouse. Anyway, um, I'm glad I finished it, but yeah, I'm sad that my opinion they didn't change my opinion about it. So. Catherine Classic on Steam, 10th of January, 2019. How much is okay, it? Okay, that's a, that's good at least. How much is it? 20 USD. Mm. Let's see what it is. AUD. Age check. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> this game may contain content not appropriate for all ages. Blood, partial nudity, sexual themes, strong language, use of alcohol, violence. That's that game. Yeah. About, like, 
Uh, good anti-trans effort. messaging. <laughs> All right, view page. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Thirty bucks Australian. You know that scene. Full price. I always like the, the my favorite because it has for people that haven't played it, it has anime cutscenes throughout. That scene, I think it happens in every playthrough where you you're in the apartment with Catherine and Catherine. Yeah. And. She, uh, Catherine stabs her with a knife. Yeah, that's so fucking good. And the then, animation like, reality that is starts so good. falling away. Yeah, like that that whole bit of the game, and it happens really late in. Mm. It's so cool. It's so good, and I'm glad they didn't change that. At least, <laughs> that's one thing. But if she's not a demon, how do they she possibly justify? She is a demon. Unless you go back in time. But you go t- in, back in time at the end, after everything's finished. She's like, I do love you too. Let's. You've beaten the boss, so he has no hold over me anymore. And then, like, I can, I've got demon powers still. <sighs> Let's pretend this never happened. We'll go back in time. And she's got like her hair is that she's actually really like beautiful. I, like I so, like Seathorn is like my my main girl. <laughs> but like her hair, her hair is out, and it's not like, all like twisty anymore. And she's like I don't know, wearing a pretty white dress. Anyway, <laughs> apparently the PC of classic Catherine version is 4K. So Ooh. if you Ooh. If, like like that might be the one you want. Yeah, maybe. Deluxe digital deluxe comes comes with digital OST sampler, my desktop tip. and mobile wallpapers. My, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> my okay, my tip for people that haven't played this game before would be yeah, play it on the PS what they have on PC yeah. or just play it on PS3, don't play full body. Yeah. Just don't play full body because there's no way to not play it with the extra stuff. Mm. Just play Standard cut. Yeah, that just sounds definitively, except for the the gameplay editions, that just sounds definitively worse. Yep, sure is. Boy. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to go a little long on the uh, on the games we've been playing section, well, but that's okay. Unless you want to break now and then come back and talk. I thought about that, but then I also thought about we've we've got a a, a larger than normal news section, section yeah. after what we've been talking about, and we might be putting in an interstitial tomorrow. So I think we should put the break in after. Uh, we should do the break like the interstitial tomorrow can be a separate episode. I know. I'm thinking that. We'll, yeah. t- we'll talk about that later. We'll yeah. we'll decide about that in the break, and we'll let you know what's going on with that audience. But okay. in the meantime, we'll finish up what we've been playing. So, Kerry, what have you been playing? So, um, first thing I've got on my list here, uh, and I do want to talk about it briefly, is something this sort of weird experiment we kind of all did, and we'd done it before our last podcast, and we all forgot about it. <laughs> um, and then Byron reminded me about it and i do want to talk about it um so the three of us here plus friends of the show byron and ollie we did this game called alice is missing on discord about a month ago now um it's been around for a little while i think but it's this game i think you could play it at conventions or something like that i don't know it's interesting it's, it's it's a social tabletop game right okay it's this game where at least on discord the way we played it is you pick there's you're you put it into this scenario you're in this small town um and alice is missing who's a person in the town um and you're all you all play as characters um and the the different relationships you have to alice and to each other changes each play session and there are people who's like brother of alice and good friend of alice and Alice's crush and Alice's partner or whatever, like all random ones and different names and stuff. But a lot of it, and this, this broke my, 
brain until we were like 20 minutes in and we got into the middle of it. Like I, like, I, like I was sitting there like sweating, literally sweating, because I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> but there are parts of this game where almost all of it is just like made up, like kind of parts of the plot are happening at a given time. Like you, you, you kind of just write the story as it goes. And it I'm is, like, it is like all made up, right? Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a role playing game. It's so clever. I've been thinking about this so much. Sorry to like jump in. No, please do. I was talking about it yesterday as well. Um, I don't know why. Doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> it's the way that like it basically just gives you prompts every like. Five minutes, five, five to ten, ten minutes. minutes, um, and that sort of directs the story in a certain in a certain way. But everything else, all the fodder, all of the the relationships, all of where everything is, why you might go somewhere is is all written by you mm. and the party. And yeah, it the, was the prompt so you clever. get is like, um, you like turn over a card, and it's either a character or a place, and, um. Those narrow down to being like where Alice is or like what happened with Alice by the end of the game. Um, but the character and the place, like you turn over one and then you turn over another card and that other card says, why is this person suspicious? Yeah. And then you have to decide. Yeah. And then you, you have to, but you in a way of, that tells it to the group that there is something suspicious. Yeah. And you can sort of build on the backstories that you've created with these characters that you've already established um, that the game has sort of helped you establish that also tie into the places that also tie into the people, the suspicious people and, and stuff. like the backstories you've made for your own characters yeah. too. Yeah. The way I was just really like just blew my mind how well it all intertwined, even though the amount of stuff that we all made up was like, you know, maybe like 60, 70% of the stuff that, that we played, we made up and the rest was what the game had established for us. Like I don't, it was just so cool. Mm. So yeah, it goes for like ninety minutes. Uh, it um, goes for exactly ninety minutes. Yeah, it goes yeah. for ninety minutes. Uh, there was like a soundtrack that we listened to the whole time. The soundtrack was really good. It was really really nice. Um, you know, kind of the the vibe of the of the town and sort of the the themes and the just the general feeling of it was kind of very um, life is strange. Town what did they say? They pitched it. It was life is strange slash Firewatch. Yeah, yeah. Cause I really it's know kind what of the Firewatch like strange. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was it was more life is strange to me. So yeah, it kind of ended up being there was like it, I felt like there was like sixty minutes of like world building to like everyone like be in it and like you're having conversations with everyone and every five minutes there's like a, a like a revelation like oh yeah I just heard something about this there was a party at the barn something something and then the th- part of the part, one of the so part of the things one of the things that got me was the like you can't be in the same place at once right but of course you're not actually anywhere you're all like pretending to go places and you can you can be so Ollie was uh, Alice's brother. I was playing Alice's brother and was like, oh, uh, last time Alice was seen was at this party, according to Jeremy's character. Um, I just remembered your voicemail that you left. <laughs> <laughs> well, you voice changed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 uh, and so, so Ollie was like, oh, so I'm going to go investigate the barn. So that just means that we could each decide to also investigate the barn but it'd be like oh i've hit traffic i can't get there or like <laughs> oh my bus is broken down i can't get there yeah two characters can't be in the same place at the same time but also like meet. you're never there and when you do get there like you you can't actually have a revelation that will change should, should specify that this is the reason that is because it's exclusively text-based you can't you, you can't play this game like that's over true. voice it's not right? on voice yeah and so that's why i think 
I think this works so well over Discord because I, I think, you know, if you were texting in the same room, I think it wouldn't have the same effect mm-hmm. because, I don't know, I'd be looking at people and stuff. But I think because it's that 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 distance, it really helped. And, like, Discord with Discord channels and stuff, it separates it really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, the setup was really cool. Anyway, so that's why you can't be in the same place because, like, if you're texting, you wouldn't be texting mm. if you're in the same place, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. It was it was really weird. Like, I, I, I found, like, a couple of, like... Because you, you set up your character before it all kicks off and you get given a couple of things. So my character had a crush on Alice, but then Byron's character was like a really close friend with Alice. And so it was like, write something. I don't even remember what the prompt was, but there was a prompt that made me go with a thing that was like, oh, Alice's best friend. Like everyone says they're just they're just friends, but I, I know there's something more going on. And I was just letting that be like, oh, maybe my character's just like super jealous because <laughs> there's just this unchecked crush that's going in there. And so like when the game started, what I did is it was, the idea was like Byron's character had been away and had just come back and hadn't heard that Alice was missing. So we were, we were letting them know. And so um, I immediately jumped into uh, the, the one-on-one character DMs with uh, Ollie's character, Alice's brother, just being like, oh, since when is Byron's character coming back to town? Have you heard about this? And so I was, I was just playing that like jealousy role, and it was like I wasn't trying to be like I'm jealous because I have a crush, but like, mm. like I was just playing into that a bit. And like, I don't think Byron or Byron's character ever knew that I sent those messages, but it was just something I sent to sort of, you know. Um, and it was interesting the way like Ollie got, Ollie got really into it, and a lot of the times. Like we'd like if we said something like Jeremy was just a fucking dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> but like well, I, was, some... I was role playing the last person who saw Alice, and so I had the least. It was be... Alice's best friend, right? Who was a bit ditzy. Yeah, yeah, ditzy, but also like I, I like uh, I, I specifically had a bad relationship with Alice's brother. Yeah, yes. So like him and I never you got like along. crashed his car or something, right? Yeah, I crashed his car. <laughs> so. But there were a couple of times where Ollie's character was like, oh, come on, we're talking about my sister here. Like, this isn't... Ollie got, like, really into it. Um, I remember there was one thing I said where he was like, oh, I spoke to some I spoke to some people at the barn, but they, they, they clammed up. They wouldn't say anything to me. And I was like, oh, did you, like, play, like, the sad brother? Like, try to, like, did you try to, like, ham it up or something? And and, Ollie, and he was like, come on, like, I'm not, this is serious. I'm like, no, 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 like, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I'm just like, you know, like, play them a bit. Like, you know, like... Like, put some fake tears or real tears on. Like, get some information out of them. And it was just interesting, like, seeing the way, like, it played out. Um, and then the way the final culmination happened, it was like... <laughs> it was like, Byron was at this one location. And because Byron was there, like, it all started kicking off. It was like, oh, Alice is here. Or like, oh, the the person... The, there's, like, a nasty person who said they knew where Alice was. And now I'm, I'm stuck here. And, like, people started getting, like, knocked out. And, and foreign started getting found and stuff like that. Um, and it was like, oh my god, I'm on the way, but because Byron was there, no one could actually get to the lighthouse. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm trying. The oh, there's really a storm bad. that's come in. It's yeah. just it's so bad. I can't. Is that you? Jeremy's character is like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah. I, I hear a phone. I'm trying to get to the lighthouse, but there's yeah. too much wind. I was like right behind Ollie's character, who was getting really close, but obviously couldn't be there. Yeah, and so I was like. Oh, I'm lost. I got like stuck and I, I got turned the wrong direction and I'm going the wrong direction. And, and so I'm sitting there as like my character. And by this point, because it had been 70 minutes, 75 minutes, it started to be like really invested. It was pretty like, intense, wasn't it? Yeah, that it last, was really that intense. Got minutes. to the end of it and I was just mm. like, whoa. And 
even although I started off, I was like, I don't get this. You know, it got to the end and the the music and the the way it was kicking off. Like it, you know, it, it was. I was invested. I, I, a lot of us were invested. Um, but also the carry part of my brain was like, I'm not getting into this weird. I'm on the way but can't get there nonsense. Like <laughs> because everyone else has just taken like five minutes to get to locations that were twenty kilometers out of town so far, and now we can't get to this one fucking lighthouse. So I'm just like, so I just wrote about my character being like, oh, my parents aren't home. If the, if we would, I'd, I'd get them to drive me down, but I, I'm just stuck here. I feel so useless. I'm just stuck on the computer, which is kind of like what I was feeling internally anyway. <laughs> it was, I don't know. It was lots of weird things. But yeah, did you guys have any any other thoughts about this? I hadn't done anything like this before. We were talking about how like how well it would be able to be played again, what what the replayability yeah. would be like. And we was, what did we say? You could only really play it like four times? Yeah, or something, something like that. that. Like yeah. getting there, new two scenarios sets of that cards, we didn't see. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there were more you could do I think up to like eight people or something like that. I don't remember how many people there were. Maybe six. But I, I was under the impression there were more characters, more prompts. And people say, and and apparently you can like write your own as well. Yeah. Um. But really, like, I think once you get to the end of what you've got there, um, or by the time you start recycling characters, I think it'd be really hard for me, at least, to be able to create a new narrative with the characters that I've played with before. Mm. It's like you know, it's like well, what I have in and, like, my head it. of of Jeremy's character is like what what that character is to me. So like, it's gonna be hard to replay that, you know. Yeah. I think it might work if you never reuse the same names. Yeah. yeah. If you never reuse the same names, then it might be different. Mm. But if someone's Billy and someone's Crystal and someone's <laughs> Billy Crystal. and um, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah. <laughs> if, I think if you maybe don't use the same names, it might be better. But you still then have the same relationships. And mm. I don't know if you could... If you maybe... If you maybe overfilled the deck with um, relationships and characters and then, like, vetoed some of them or, so that you didn't get the brother and you didn't get the, yeah. the friend coming into town. Or you just really play a, into a certain stereotype like Jeremy did and, like, yeah. change that so significantly that, it, didn't, it you know, it just wouldn't be the same. I do, I do think you're right, though, where it would get weird each time because it's still you playing the same scenario-ish. Yeah. Another time. I don't know. Byron was playing for the second time with us. Yeah. I also, I really, I was thinking about this the other day. I really uh, liked how um, you could veto triggers and stuff like that. I think that was really cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, as long as everyone agrees to abide by those. Mm. Um, you have like a, what, like a, what did they, I don't remember, I don't remember what the how... actual names were for them. Yeah. But it was like, you know, a trigger. It's like, you know, like, please talk about this vaguely if you have to. Yeah. And then, like, absolutely not. And you could, you know, have those two, which yeah. I think was cool. And, you know, it's also, like, anonymous. You talk to the demon about it and they can post it for you. And that was, it was cool. Yeah. That was really well done. It was a very interesting experience. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's many more like it. And yeah. it's not the only one. But, yeah, no, it, I, it's kind of thing. Sam was signed up to do it with us at some point. Or maybe there were only meant to be five characters because... Ollie was like a sub-in for Sam. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So, okay. So, this is like semi-tangential, but not quite. Do either of you do role... Like, when you play video games, do you do much role play? I, I've spoken to you about it, Kerry. I know you don't. 
I don't either. You don't either? No, no. I'm really, really, I'm really bad at it. I, and I'm bad at playing D&D like that too. And like, I really D&D, struggle. I really struggle with role playing in yeah, D&D. And I, I, I did really struggle with this game as well. Having the creativity to to come up with stuff like that on, on like on, you know, within like 10 seconds. Like mm. I just, I'm not good at that. It doesn't come to me naturally. Um, and I'm sure it would be better in practice if you played like a lot of D&D and stuff like that. But it's just, it just doesn't, doesn't come to me. I find it really embarrassing for some yeah. reason, even uh, though everyone's in, you know, doing exactly the same thing, it just feels cringe. <laughs> I don't know why. I think that's I think a common, I have with me. like, novice. Like, role-playing is, it's like acting, right? Yeah. And I think that's what that, like, sort of haven't acted very much. Like, it's like being in drama class in the high oh, school, you know? And, and and someone's like, I'll oh, do an Elvis impression. And you're like, uh, no. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I, for whatever reason, you have asked me to do this and I cannot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but, but also you should do it though. <laughs> you want to hear Elvis? Like point being, like I think that's a, a common thing in, like, yeah. If like if if role playing is a difficult thing, I think that is a common feeling to be mm. felt with it. Um, yeah. Because like I, I don't often like if I'm if I'm playing like a, like a full RPG, I'll tend to role play a character, um, to the extent where the the way. And we'll probably talk about this in a moment, Gary, when you, mm-hmm. when you talk mm-hmm. about it. But when I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for the f- for the first time properly, when I actually sat down and went, okay, I'm going to finish Red Dead Redemption 2, um, which is apparently... Oh, right, like a year ago or yeah. like less. Yeah. yeah, like which is apparently the only way I know how to finish games. I have to tell myself, I'm going to finish this video game. <laughs> um, I role-played Arthur a lot more than I was going to initially um, to, the, to the extent where every time I had a play session, I only stopped playing after I went to bed. Like I literally like gave myself like in-game days where like I would do like a story mission here and a side mission here and I would then go and do something fun for a while. Not that I wasn't having fun, but like it feels like, you know, like, oh, Arthur's reward is I'll play poker for four hours <laughs> or like, or I'll go and like do a hunt or whatever. But I would always end every play session with back at my camp with Arthur going to bed. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I did that the other day. Like, it's I'm nice. going to talk about it soon, yeah. but I did that the other day. I, when I, I did that sometimes. Yeah. But, like, I'll do that every time. And I also did things like I would think about, like, you know, oh, I got a new horse. What Not not what do I want to call the horse? Like, what would Arthur call the horse? <laughs> and I made up this. I think I spoke to you about this, like, ages ago. Like, I made up this, like, this rule in my head of, like, Arthur actually kind of really likes space. So he <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't know anything about it. Much like he doesn't know anything about anything. <laughs> However, he once heard a conversation someone once where they spoke about space, and he thought that was really cool. So from now on, he's naming all of the all of his. I horses mean, that kind of ties that tie, kind of ties in because you meet the astronomer um, up in yeah, the, like the up north, in the, right? Yeah. And he he does get very like excited about that. So like that kind of that's cute. Arthur's, that kind of works. From what I've seen, he's quite a contemplative individual. That's why he's got that journal. Yeah, yeah, like him. he's 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 disarmingly. Uh, caring about things, yeah, and like um, thoughtful, yeah, yeah. No, he he is he is genuinely thoughtful, which is it's why a very thoughtful murderer. It, yeah, <laughs> which is why I played into that a little bit when I was like, you know, like um, all my horses are gonna like my best horse in all of Red Dirt Two was Neptune, and fucking that horse could ride like the wind. Like that thing was the <laughs> was best. That, was that the one that you had at the end? Yes. Cool. Yeah, that was the one I made sure never died. Um, never died. Okay. <laughs> hey June. Hey <laughs> both of you, shut up. <laughs> Um, and which is also why the very ending of Red Dead Two didn't hit with me as yeah. much. But um, 
the like not 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 got to do with that. You will find out what I'm talking about way later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but like same with like the only time I ever beat like the only time I I figured out how to beat Fallout New Vegas was when I was role playing characters who weren't just me trying to do everything correctly. Mm. I chose a character and I stuck by it. If that meant doing things that maybe I wanted to know where that quest line was going to, however, that's not what my character would would do in that situation. So I'll find out that next time I play a character that will let me go through that quest line. Yeah, is a it's a fun way to figure out what those games can let you do. Um, and also a fun way to experience games in ways that I wouldn't necessarily experience. Um, so, like it, it. I think that's why, like I, I you know, I, I fell into the character analysis. Alice is missing, maybe earlier or easier, a little bit at the beginning because I was like, oh, I'm just like I'm just role playing like I would in a video game or I would in D and D. And you did that when we did that Call of Cthulhu game with with Byron. Yeah, sure. Months ago. Yeah. yeah. Like putting myself in a position where I'm not me is like, oh, I don't want to think about it too much, but like <laughs> something, <laughs> something I enjoy doing in video games, huh? <laughs> 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 Probably nothing. That's fine. Don't worry. I mean, was that Elvis story before real or an actual story? Who could say? You know, we're all here. We're all here in this moment. Yeah. It's all good. I, you know, you talk about role playing. You're talking about going to bed as Arthur and Red Dead. I did that in Animal Crossing, and mm. you know, Animal Crossing came when you know pandemic was kicking off last year. Wait, and you got into you got into bed, and then every the game every off? time I finished That's really playing cute. in Animal did Crossing, did you ever play Wild World? What no. You had to get into bed to finish. Oh, you had to. You had that's to. funny. Yeah, that's what was the save point, right? And, and it's, part of it is my first experience with Animal Crossing. You two might laugh at this. I might have already said it. But I actually watched a Let's Play of New Leaf, mm. which was from Chugger Conroy, who's uh, like an OG Let's Player. Um, like he only does Let's Plays. And because of that, he, he had to very thoughtfully ma- like kind of cr- like schedule what he was going to do around, in Animal Crossing for a Let's Play, so every day was focusing on a new, different thing um, while constantly, you know, doing the, the the bugs on the island and whatever. I didn't, didn't play the game, but I don't... It's been a while. But he would always end the end the day by going to bed. That's how he ended each episode, is going to bed. Um, can so you talk, maybe sorry, that's part of it. Can you talk more into the mic? Because you got way quieter, like, over the past... Yeah. Apologies. Um, so that's just something I did in Animal Crossing, um, naturally. Especially at nighttime, what I would do is would go around my little area. I made them my little pizza oven like play space yeah. outside my house. I would turn off the the fire pit. I would turn <laughs> off I would close the pizza oven. I would turn off the campfire with the sleeping bag next to it. I'd go inside. I'd go into each room. I'd turn off the lights. Go into go into the main room. Turn off all the actual like the lights on the aquariums and like the the lights on like the whatever, you know, wall hangings I had. Turn mm-hmm. off the light, go to my bedroom leave a lamp on, turn off the main light, go into bed, and then just close the game. It's a bit much. Yeah, but it was so cute. <laughs> and it was and it was really calming, right? And it was usually nighttime by the time I was doing that. Um, if it was daytime, I wouldn't do all the lights. Uh, but there's just something... I don't know, there's something about playing into being on that island that was so calming mm. in March. That's one of the only times I've naturally gone and done that. So... Are you doing that with Red Dead? So, I finally started Red Dead. It's it's interesting. I So, obviously, I pl- there's not really 
any room for role play in the first chapter of the game because you just you're just in that frozen. Yeah, you're just there. Yeah. yeah, that's just it's it's a it's a prologue. Yeah, chapter one is generous. It's a prologue, um, you know, and it's introducing you to your stamina cores and your dead eye meter and your pulse meter and blah 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 blah. And here's how to shoot a gun and whatever. And then you you get to chapter two, you get to Horseshoe Overlook near Valentine, and that's when the game opens up, and you can go wherever you want, and you can you the game has told you how to antagonize people if you want to on the street, yeah, and greet people if you want to. There there is a there is an inclination for me to sort of learn what my interpretation of Arthur is and sort of play into that, because I see the antagonize button. And I'm like, I don't, I, I wouldn't just be mean to anyone on the street for no reason. But at the same time, I've gotten into so many fist fights, and I, I've only been in Valentine for like an hour <laughs> and a half. I've got into so many fist fights. I think I wonder if we would play the game the same. I think we probably would, right? It's like I, this is an issue I had with that. How far in are you? Uh, I've, I did a mission in chapter two. Which was driving the girls and uncle into town. Into town? Okay. Um, Goes well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I did, I did the second one, which is the bar fight. Uh, that was what a bar fight? The, the, bar, the, the one that's like Javier and... Oh, yeah, okay. And it's just, um, just a, Every just mission that game is, it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> um, the issue... Okay, so... Oh, and I blew up some, some old... Uh, sharpshooters pig farm I don't think and I think we've had this conversation before I know Jeremy I've talked about it I don't think yeah. this game has the capacity for role play because they they're, it's like they've tried to but they've also created this story and character f- themselves for Arthur mm-hmm. yeah. and it doesn't really play into Arthur's uh, antagonistic side so when you know once you sort of get into it more and you realise what sort of not like a good person at heart Arthur is like I don't think he would go down the street and antagonize people for no reason. Like yeah. that's just not who he is. And yeah. and it really takes away that that the the want to do that. I don't totally. know. So like if I'm what I'll what I find myself doing the most if I'm actually role playing, I really like that contextual voice line system. Like it's mm. so cool that you can opt in to just speak to characters. Yeah. It's really it's really awesome. So what a lot of the time I'll find as I'm riding past someone, I'll greet them. Yeah. Just did you play Red Dead One? No, no. Okay. Yes, I did. You did. I completed that game. Mm. Um, I, I, there's no greeting system in that though, is yeah, there? Yeah, there is. Really? Yeah. I don't remember mm. there being that. There's no like greet and antagonize. No, but I feel like he can say hello to people on horses. Maybe he just does that automatically. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. But yeah, no, it strikes me on this, and like, if I'm riding slowly, I'll say hi twice, which usually just means Arthur goes howdy. That's one fine-looking horse you got there. <laughs> Every time it's always about the horse. Because, I mean, what else are you going to talk about? Um, what was I saying to you about? Well, see you later. What was the- <laughs> you always... The thing that I liked with, with you is you would... When we played, you antagonized and then you diffused. And then you antagonized <laughs> and then you diffused. <laughs> and then you antagonized until they finally the, started punching you. The only, the only person I ever antagonized was Micah in camp. That's it. Right. So... And maybe um, Uncle a little bit, but oh, oh my Uncle God. all the time. <laughs> I tell you what, there's um, there was a distinct feeling of deja vu, not deja vu, but it was. It's been like 
two and a half years since Red Dead came out, which means it's been two and a half years since Jeremy and I spent that afternoon trading the controller back and forth. (laughs) And the reason I'm thinking about it is because I came over and we played the very last mission of Chapter 1 and then that first bit where you ride into Horseshoe Overlook and then they let you loose on the world. And then Jeremy was let loose on that world. (laughs) And it was just so strange having memories of this place and these times and this thing that never happened you know what i mean but like it was just so bizarre i was like this game went very differently when i was here last time like well because back then i was playing like two-face yeah i I had a i i didn't have a coin you remember there was that guy who was being chased by a cougar into a tree and like his horse ran off the cliff and you shot the cougar and then the guy climbs out of the tree and then you you either held him up or you just shot him (laughs) and then you stole his horse um this conversation here between June and I, which is maybe the funniest thing about this game is exhausting the dialogue options with everybody because it feels like <laughs> Arthur doesn't know how to end a conversation. <laughs> well, better get back to or, it. Or it's literally just like, thanks for the dance, miss. No worries, Arthur. You're a pretty good dancer. Thank you. Well, I won't disturb you any longer. <laughs> okay then, Arthur. <laughs> well, His best try is- to stay warm then. His charm is going directly off to people sleeping and going, Hey, you awake? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, to your point just before, June, as well, I completely agree that like this game doesn't give you the option to have a villainous character, um, which is why I don't know why they gave it to you in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Um, which was also part of like my my forever quest to actually not write this Reddit article that I do want to write at some point <laughs> about how the game doesn't quite know to say the message that it ends up saying despite itself, mm. um, specifically to do with how it deals with the world changing and all that stuff. I've spoken yeah. about this at length. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, like this game gives you all of these times to act villainous um, and then doesn't give you a world that actually reflects you doing any of that. Yeah. Um, which is why that maybe Red Dead 2 is the best Fallout game Bethesda could have ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that the title of your article? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't give you those, those reflections on you being a bad guy. It only ever gives you the, the, the side of the mirror that is Arthur being a genuinely good person. And that's, and that's I, can, I can understand why they didn't want to do that. Totally. I totally agree with that's the mm. way they should have gone, but I sort of wish, like, what's the point of having... You well, see these relics of, yeah. the, of the game design sort of pulling yeah. away at it a little bit, yeah, sort like, of tugging at the corners. At some point, maybe they had different endings for this game. At some point, they maybe had a way that was like, you had an ending where, like, Arthur's a cowboy lord or whatever and starts like killing everybody in the world. Fuck yeah. Or like, you know, Arthur, like, you know. Maybe uh, before the game was a prequel, right? Who knows? I mean, yeah. like, I feel like it probably always I feel like, was going to be a prequel. Yeah, but also, why'd they call it 2? Yeah. <laughs> why mm. the fuck is it called Red Dead Redemption 2? <laughs> Doesn't make any it's sense. The, it's the thing where it's like, Arthur is... Nice. Like it's the start of like in the very starting mission, right? When you're you're in the townhouse and and Mike has just found Sadie and he's fucking being a piece oh, of shit. Sadie. Um and the house starts burning down. I was like, ah oh, Jesus. And and Dutch is like, Okay, all right, you put the coat on, he's like, Alright, we're gonna get you home. It's okay, I understand. You've been with these bad people. But we're going to get you... You're safe now, I swear. And Dutch starts doing his... Anyway, here's Micah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, Go break him out of jail. Dutch is the fucking just I a love snake Dutch. oil salesman. I love Dutch. He oh, just can't such a, shut he's such up. a cool character. How good is he though? His voice, the way oh. his voice changes cracks. pitch. The way his voice cracks. We will get them. Like there it, are it, O'Driscolls about. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's always there are O'Driscolls. Like yeah. it, it's it goes up and down in the best fucking possible way. Yeah, it's a joy to listen to. Anyway, so Arthur's got Sadie right, and he's like, <laughs> "It's all right now, Miss. We're bad men, but well, well, we ain't them." <laughs> and it's like there's some part of him. It's like they are trying to reach some moral superiority above. Above everyone else, it's just they do it through any means necessary, which means they're terrible people. I kind of wish that they did. Um, either of you play Dragon Age two? No, just the demo. <laughs> so, so into your hawk has uh, with the dialogue options, you can choose three different dialogue options, and it's like red hawk, purple hawk, or a different color, hawk. maybe blue. I don't Tony remember. Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and like red hawk is uh, bad, you know, like. Antagonist, antagonistic hawk and then purple is funny like humorous and blue is just like I don't know n- neutral good or whatever oh my god it's, and it's red blue and green endings in Mass Effect 3 <laughs> um, <laughs> and the story evolves and you can have these dialogues and these relationships with people based on those dialogue options and I kind of wish that maybe Red Dead did something like that mm. which would have been interesting but then I also obviously it's a bigger game so I don't know yeah. but I am appreciating that they are just telling me a story yeah, in in a mm. well, in a way better way than GTA ever did. Yes. and the best part about Red Dead that I found so far is what's your horse's name, by the way? Really important. I haven't renamed it yet. Okay. it's just Tennessee Walker. I haven't had the. I don't think I've had the option. I don't even know how. I don't know how to do that. You can change it in Valentine at yeah, the stables. Just, yeah, just take it to the stable. Okay. Um, but also like it has a name already. I, I you know Tennessee Walker is the breed. Didn't know that. Yeah, good to know. Thank you. I will probably Tennessee rename Walkers. that horse. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> come here, husky. <laughs> good name though. It is a good name, actually. Yeah, it is, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish for my jokes sake, I chose a different breed. <laughs> come so, here, King Charles Cavalier. There we go. That's a shit house name for a dog. <laughs> anyway, so the one of the bits about Red Dead that's impressing me the most. I can't believe how long we're going on this podcast. Yeah. One of the parts of Red Dead Two that's impressing me the most, right? And Jeremy, you sort of mentioned this recently, but playing it, you really feel it. This world doesn't have any seams. You know, there's no... It's not like Horizon Zero... Uh, coming, to, coming back to Horizon Zero Dawn after playing Breath of the Wild, where you can climb on everything, right? And then in um, Zero Dawn, you, you can't climb everything. And there's invisible walls if you try to reach the edge of the world. And it's just kind of like, oh, this isn't great. <laughs> like... There's there's a realism and a, and a gen- genuity to until you try to go into New Austin. Oh, when, okay. When you haven't unlocked yeah. the ending. Yeah, oh, yeah, why? Yeah. How do they do it? You just die immediately. No, yeah. you don't. Like they, they people they people follow you, you and, but like and ghost kill you. people kill you or like yeah, like you're basically wanted immediately okay. and you just die. Okay. Try it though; it's fun. See how far <laughs> you can get. <laughs> it's like in um, Ghost of Tsushima if you try to jump into one of the like story critical oh forts. If you try to jump over the walls, <laughs> you get shot by archers that don't exist over <laughs> and over. And so you just bounce. You just go, uh, 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 uh. You're never falling because you're constantly being hit up by these arrows. Um, anyway, sorry. So go aside on, from that, there's a there's a realism that that the mechanics that that really kind of took people off the game, you know, when the people who didn't like it didn't like it because it was too slow, it was too realistic, you know. Oh, you have to brush your horse all the time. Oh, I'm dirty, so I have to go take a bath. I have to go shave. I have it's to, the best part. 
It's really nice. Yeah. I, I those, those, those moments of just like, like you were saying, like going back to the camp and sleeping in camp or having a meal at the, the campfire and mm-hmm. and taking, taking the or... time to go into town to buy new clothes or to go into the hotel and have a, have a bath. And I like, played dominoes you know, for 40 minutes the other right, night. Exactly, exactly. And like, part of that's because the animations take fucking ever because <laughs> they're doing literally everything. Yeah. You watch them shuffle yeah. and then you watch them scoot them all to the side and then when you pick up a piece, Arthur picks it up and he looks at it and then it's like where do you put it and then you put it there and then the other person picks it up and they put it there and the other person picks it up you look at it have you played you have you played blackjack or anything yet not yet there's not much to do in valentine with that stuff you gotta find it <laughs> every every time the same animation of getting chips in any card game is the same like look left look right look right again and his smile creaks a little bit and he gets his chips and it's the same he scoops he scoops them up anyway no i completely understand like that that was the best part about that that yeah. game was the the little moments. I'm going. I'm going patting my horse. Yeah, increasing my p- horse bond. Oh my god! Have you the horses? I don't have a horse brush yet, but I I, I want to. Have a horse brush. Get one. You brush your horse, right? Or do you just pat it? I think you just. You no, just I do think it. you can brush it. I yeah. thought you could brush it. Yeah, you can no, brush you can, it. but I think you can just you do d- it. I don't think you need a brush for that. I think oh, just, okay. you have yeah, a brush. You just yeah. got to it. Um, have you watched Jacob Geller's video on nope. Red Dead Two? Okay. I think I've watched Jacob Skeller's videos. You should, because they're Maybe wait until perfect. you finish it. There is a part, but I think you already know. Nope. You know any, do you know uh, any, it's, it's, do you know any Red Dead Spillers at nope. all? Oh, my God. You don't know anything? I mean, you know listen big, to you, you know I know, know a lot of one? people die. Do you know the big sure. one? No. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Like, don't don't watch a video yet. Don't, don't, look, don't look at anything. I'm trying online. to remember, because if you remember a couple of years ago, I played Red Dead 1 on a whim. And so I, I I played up until Mexico, and then I'm like, I got sick of the 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 way they, the way Rockstar dolls out missions where they're yeah. like, John needs something. To do that, you'll need to talk to these three people, and these three people have ten missions each, <laughs> and all of them have fuck all to do with what you care about. Yeah, like, I went, yeah, when I got to Mexico and they they introduced that second one again. But point being, you're playing as John, who's hunting the hunting down Dutch's gang in Red Dead 1 and in Red Dead 2 you're in Dutch's gang and John's there and he's just he's just got his scars <laughs> and and his wife thinks very little of him I and Arthur them. can't stop but talk shit about this <laughs> I love who turns them. out they like grew up together I in love this them. gang <laughs> and he's just like and that, that mission where, where he is lost and it's starting and Abigail's asking Arthur to go find him and he's like oh little John's gone and got himself <laughs> lost again hasn't he it's like wow, there's there's the the history that isn't there that they're making up is really there, you know that they've That's written. What, it's, oh, the, yeah. the history that you get told as well, like so it's, it's so, so frequent between like, John so, so, between John and Arthur. Or? So, so like so what I meant to say is the history that you then begin to live through, yeah, right. um, in through the missions is like top shit. Yeah, it is like truly. Do you know how the epilogue goes in the first game? No, in the second, second game, game, no. Okay, okay. just that it's fucking long. <laughs> oh my god! It's not an epilogue. <laughs> it's just another chapter. <laughs> that I sort I'm of so excited. I'm so you need to keep playing. I'm really excited. Yeah, that I will. You don't know anything I about will. it, so it's tricky though because like, okay, yeah. so I re-downloaded God Long of War and I haven't started it yet, but I got that new PS5 patch, right? Yeah. And then I'm also still playing Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm in the third act, but I'm nearly there, and I'm going to talk about the story in a sec, just briefly. But I also got Control Ultimate Edition on PS Plus on. PS5 and that's got ray tracing. I really want to play that game. Finish Red Dead first. So I just started Red Dead 2. So we'll see how I go. Finish Red Dead first. Just like, just get get through it. Just do the story. You know, just do the story. Okay. 
But also, we should I might do the side missions though. They're really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, God, we're going long here. Um, I'm having a great time though. I'm just going to briefly touch on these last two. So, like I said, I am playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what the reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm two thirds. I'm in into the mic, act. please. What into the mic, please? Am I still doing that? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm into Act Three, um, and you know this game's all about this samurai learning dishonorable ways to save his island and going against the samurai code and if that changes who he is and this story ain't all that yeah like it is literally that everything i just said but like that's it and like the the way the story is told is through these different mechanics you get ghost like methods of killing right which is assassinating and like throwing daggers at people which is like dishonorable and like sticky bombs and then you also have your samurai ways of dealing with things, which is the different stances so you can deal with each enemy type properly and the and doing the standoffs rather than assassinating, like killing people from behind. And then there's this big moment in the in end of the second act where it's sort of those two methods clashing. Um, because there's the two different ways of playing, I never played in a way that was uh, a way that Jin shouldn't play in that moment. So if he's playing with, if he's if he's uh, taking on a town with his samurai uncle, uh, I don't do anything dishonorable. And he's like, "Oh, Jin, I'm so proud of you." And you, you, we are samurai. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Anyway, I'm going to go take on this base and stab people in the neck. Um, and then I do all of that because no one's watching, and that's just what the game kind of wants you to do. But then he gets to this this story beat where it forces Jin to do these dishonorable things in front of people who are expecting him to be an honorable samurai and it just doesn't feel earned it's this really weird mismatch um that game story is fine it's good i'm getting through it and i'm enjoying it and the open world the tick boxing in that is very good it's 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 nice to play a ubisoft game not made by ubisoft because it feels a bit different and a bit more organic and genuine and fun that's why i liked (laughs) horizon zero dawn right fair enough yeah um but yeah, the story is just... That game is chronically serious. Like, Red Dead is serious, you know? But there's a lot to laugh at every now and then, like yeah. certain lines and the way it, it, they... It's genuine. Yeah, exactly. And they make jokes with each other and about each other and for each other. Ghost of Tsushima, it's so serious. There's, like, one character who has a few funny side missions. Like, literally three side missions. And that's it. And there are other characters who have like 10 and it's about how their family was murdered and you're hunting them down the other time. And this one's about how their pupil turned against them and started helping the Mongols. This one's about how their brother got killed by the Mongols and they're trying to live up to their legacy. And this one, this side mission that is about no-name characters, like the person at the end of it, like, like sacrifices themselves and like this, but like, it's so serious. It's so serious. Sounds really draining. It is a bit. I think it's why I haven't finished it faster because the story isn't that great and it's not that fun. <laughs> like, it's not a fun story. No, you story. don't have to finish it. Yeah, but I mean, on some level, I'm enjoying it, though. And, Still like, I'm, half, I'm halfway through the trophy list. So, you know, if I keep going, <laughs> by the time I get to the... <laughs> so, anyway, I did want to reflect on that. And then, finally, let's talk about the game of the month very briefly because I've, I've only played it briefly. But Jeremy and I tried our hand at Valheim the other day, which is this weird voxel art... Survive early access survival game that has blown up out of nowhere. It's so weird. I still don't understand how it how it got so big so quickly. 
Um, Kerry doesn't understand it to the extent where he Googled why did Vox art, why did Valheim become popular? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plenty of articles. None of them really gave it to me. Anyway, um, this game's quite kind of cool, and it's interesting because we were talking about Minecraft recent. I was talking to Sam about Minecraft recently. We were talking about how I think I just don't like survival games. Um, you know, I fell off among trees really quickly, and God, there's so many survival games I just play, and I'm like, Ugh. you fell off what? Among trees. It was this one I got. A few months ago, I got it from Pop Agenda. Posted some lovely screenshots. It's really gorgeous. Spoke about it on the podcast. No big deal. What? Sure did. I remember it. Thanks, dude. It's the thumbnail on one of the podcast episodes. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You've only hurt my feelings. It's okay. Um, so you haven't. So Valheim, though, <laughs> it's. I wouldn't care if I did. <laughs> <laughs> so Valheim's is. Uh, I was. I was trying to watch it right to to find the hook. I was like, why do people care about this? Why is everyone playing it? I'm looking at this. I was watching the first 30 minutes of people playing. I'm like, fuck, I don't care. People are punching trees. They're getting wood. They're picking up stone. They're making a, an, a, an axe. They're making a hammer. They build a crafting bench because, and that lets them build better things. And then they hunt deer and that gives them leather. And I'm like, this just sounds like every other, every other survival game. But once we started playing it the other day. Do you like Minecraft? Yes and no. I, like, I don't dislike Minecraft. But I've played enough of it that when I start playing Minecraft now, I won't go back to it. Mm. I'll play five hours. I don't get sucked in. Yeah. And the and, and I've never really wanted to like create my own buildings in Minecraft. I think that's part of it. Yeah. So, but like, and even the survival stuff, I just get. I enjoy spelunking, and then I die, and I lose my stuff, and I don't want to go back, and then I turn the game off, and I don't go back. But something about this game is different. In a way. I don't know. It hits my brain different. I think I enjoy the, the combat a bit more. It's a bit more... Works a bit better. Um, <laughs> butter and bread, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good visual joke. That everyone's yeah, sorry, everyone. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Th- and there's something about... It's got like a Skyrim kind of leveling system where it's like the more you jump, the better your jump is. Or like the less stamina it uses. So the more you run, the more you... Everything's got to start and everything can be upgraded. Yeah. The more you block, the more you chop wood, the more you... Not the more you take damage, unlike Skyrim. That is always good when you take damage in Skyrim and it's like, light armor increases. Yeah. Like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, make any sense. <laughs> what do you think... What, what, what have you felt about Valheim so far? Um, I, I don't... I don't think I, I... I don't think I see anything different in this that I haven't already really? enjoyed. It. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm playing this game like, yeah, it's a survival game. Like, it's cool. It's got a nice art style. Yeah. We had some fun moments. Like, yeah. you built a raft the other day and then we were sailing around and then it turns out we were in a lake yeah. and then the wind was going the wrong direction so it couldn't do anything. And then when we, we finally sailed it up a river into a new biome that was, like, definitely too hard for us. And so we sailed to this new area and we found a cave and we made a, a camp behind it, and then we just got fucked on for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and so I just kept dying, and I had to keep running back to my stuff, dying all the, halfway there. And then, meanwhile, Jeremy didn't die, and he was just like, "Oh, I found skeletons, and I killed them. Oh, I found this new thing. I'm going to go see it. I'm like, I'm wait, wait for me. I'm still trying to get there." And it does this interesting thing where you don't increase your health stat, you don't increase your stamina stat, but you eat, and you can eat three things, and those three things have like a certain amount that they give you. Um, and so your health and stamina increase when you have a full stomach. And that's and so when to like prepare for a battle, it's like, oh, I need to have a hearty meal before we go into this mm-hmm. or before we go exploring. Oh, I need to bring these, these berries and cooked meat with me. 
um, which I think is a really neat take. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like if you have three berries, you'll get three trunks. It'll be like you filled your berry meter, but berries in general only give you like thirty percent. And so a balanced you, diet. Yeah. So if you have meat, then it'll add up to sixty yeah. percent, and then the berries will disappear. So it'll go back down to thirty berries again. Like, and so you, it's you like a good a balance. Mm. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a good like, you know, have different types of food on you at all times, so you can maximize uh, your your meal your 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 dietary intake <laughs> <laughs> it's no some type of food, it's food yeah food. <laughs> yeah no there isn't uh, so yeah just wanted to touch on that didn't you go back to it i'm doing guides for it at the moment oh, okay um so yes so yeah I'm, I'm i'm i've done two videos for it already um i'm trying to do stuff that doesn't get me like fully spoiled for stuff that's coming up in the rest of the game but it's proving difficult mm. um because the way the the bosses work is you like you get certain trophies for killing certain animals or or monsters and then you offer those trophies in like a certain spot in the forest um that spawns the first boss mm. and then the second biome there's another spot i think it's a similar way of bringing them up um but you could just give yourself the like when you turn on cheats you could just give yourself the the trophies you need <laughs> and then give yourself some armor and the weapons take on the first boss get the power up that gives it's you cheating. the cheating it is you can like you can you can streamline that that uh that game so quickly to like bypass the loop mm. so i wonder if i'm gonna because it accidentally the one one part of this game that's really annoying is that when you chop a tree you get like one wood when you kill a deer you get like one yeah hide when you you get like one leather scrap like all of that stuff is so arduous and you need so much of it. So, like, that's... Yeah, I'm not sure that I will go back to it after the things, but we'll see. I think the most impressive thing about it is it's it's a gigabyte. What? <laughs> yeah. That is impressive. That's its yeah. install size. It's like 500 meg to download. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's yeah. like, good on them for doing that. Yeah. I feel like this game could run on phones. Like, I, I you know, yeah. like, it, it's all very... You know, it, it is low-impact visuals, Um but done in a way that, like, they, they have some really striking, um, uh, you know, generated sections that, like, oh, like, the way the, like, you know, being right here at this time with the sun hitting the trees and the rays coming through and the fog at the, this level at the, mm. this time of day, like, oh, this looks really nice. Mm. They, do, they do a good job at that. And the music's phenomenal. Yeah, it's the fantastic. music is really nice, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, shall we just end this podcast and record a second one? <laughs> <laughs> just like the old days. Oh, this is this is a long. I don't know what what's up with us today. We got the we got the conversation. It's been a while, juice. yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we'll at the very least have a break. We've got a question corner to answer. I think we'll. But they can they can pause. What's the stuff? I know. I know. I, I, I think. I don't. I, I don't think it's a problem. Go um, take a take a shower. And have a break and then come back. My brain Shower. finished that with a different word. <laughs> um Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh we're gonna answer the question and then we'll come back with some with some news because a bunch of stuff has happened in the last few weeks too. So but we'll we'll go we'll, we'll gloss over that. Uh June, what's the question for the week? Which license would you give to which team slash studio to make the perfect game? I've got like six answers. Good, because I don't have any. Fantastic. So. I am similar, June. I don't know. Oh, who can make the best Aragon game? <laughs> it's been three weeks. What? It's been three weeks. Jeremy, think. you know how this works. Have you been thinking about this between the last three weeks? Mm-hmm. 
Want to know why? Because I've been thinking about that James Bond game that IOI are making. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm excited for that. I mean, me too, but I mean, that's like... That's at the stage, basically, where they showed the, the Avengers trailer, right? Where it was like four oh, years Oh, yeah, away. no. It is like... That game is not soon, but that's a great match. It is a great it's match. It's such a good fit. Have a think, everyone. We will too, and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We just had a long break. Got some schnitz. Jeremy and I got... Each a pop top. <laughs> Didn't sound nearly as cool as I hoped. <laughs> no, I wanted it to pop more. Yeah. But that's a Adrian. What's the question for the week? Uh, which license would you give which team slash studio to make the perfect game? Jeremy has six answers apparently. Just good. I don't, I don't have six, but like I had, a, I had, I had a bunch. I was, I was spitballing a bunch, and I was like, I like all of these. Mm. Well, choose your favorite. Um, and then give the rest to us. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, from Soft, people who have made Dark Souls games, um, I very, very, very much want them to have a Star Wars game, um, because the 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 weighty combat with the lightsabers and parrying and stuff. <laughs> You good there, June? Come June's on. like, one thing I don't like and another thing I don't like. <laughs> um, I want them to explore heavy, like, like Jedi temples and shit. Heavy Jedi temples. And, like, there's a lot of monsters in Star Wars. They can have, like, big, like a big Rancor boss fight. Heavy monsters. Yeah. Um, however, what I also did see, in between me pitching this question and, uh, um, like, answering it right now, um, ages ago, someone on Twitter... You're not talking into it. Sorry, ages ago, someone on Twitter posted like a bunch of their artwork um, that they had been working on for like their portfolio. And what they did is they got uh, Dark Souls cross Alien. Um, what which... the hell? And it was just like, um, it's just areas to look at for their portfolio, um, but really good, like gothic, scary, but still like alien inspired. There's like a giant xenomorph at the back and they look like something that aliens have lived in for a long time. Giant head crab fucking chandeliers, um, you know, gross fucking blood light lighting and shit. Uh. Um, you know, I saw that and I was like, oh, hey, cool. Someone made my answer for me. <laughs> um, as well as before Spider-Man um, PS4 game, there was, there was rumors that Sony were going to make a Spider-Man PS4 game for a long time. Um, for like years and years and years before Insomniac um, eventually came out with it. And I was thinking, what if Sucker Punch made it? Because I don't know if either of you played Infamous, um, but the, the that game was almost like a comic game in the way. The cutscenes were all like comic strips, yeah, like graphic novel. But also, like that game was all about superpowers. Yeah, it was very comics inspired. Yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon they could have done a really good job um, with that license as well. Um, I think maybe not as good as what Insomniac actually pulled off. God, they did such a good job, didn't they? Yeah, but that's because they did, like, the best job. Um, so, yeah, those are my answers. Mm. I just realised my my second half of the answer isn't a game. Doesn't, doesn't have to be doesn't a matter. game. Oh. I mean, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a... a I guess Alien uh, game. Yeah, it's a just game. licensed yeah, okay. team slash studio. Because the, the example that Jeremy, that we've written down is the... the oh, and 007, yeah. yeah. 007, yeah. <clears throat> well, 
This is a very June answer. But hang on. Just like go with it. So yeah, I said Star Wars. You can say fucking Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but but don't nod. Oh. Right, okay, yeah. But, I was gonna say but, Telltale, but, but yeah. But or, or Telltale, but uh lesbians. Instead of brothers, I want lesbians. Yeah. Right, okay. But I still want there to be monsters. That would be sick. Yeah. Lesbians instead of brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Honestly, like that formula, I think, you know, the, there's the whole thing about uh, Life is Strange is the only game that's really doing episodic stuff anymore yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, Telltale went to the well so frequently that it dried up, like, in front of their very eyes. But I think there is, there's still so much opportunity for it. I think if they were to do, like, X-Files, mm. you know, like, ha- like actually introduce an episodic series into an episodic game where each ep- episode doesn't follow into the next one. That's like, that's like what June's saying, right? Super yeah. Natural. Yeah, yeah, sure, exactly. But I'm saying, like, I think... But you mean specifically, like, Monster of the Week, here is this, this, yeah. ha, mm. an hour game. Yeah, what, what's that? And what, then... What's that fiction, like, that multimedia fiction thing that it's, like, uh, it, it deals with, like paranormal aliens and beings and stuff. It's like a thing that people, there's like a collaborative fiction project that's been around for such a long time. No idea what you're talking about. I fucking, what the hell is it called? And people could just literally contribute to it. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Do you not remember what it's called? I'm not going to look for the messages to try and find it. Um, But like, yeah, like they should do more Monster of the Week style video games, I feel. Not everything has to be connected Directly all the time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of want that for the Avengers game, honestly. Yeah. If they if they started introducing things that were not following a grand story, that would be still kind of cool. That's hard though, because they're I coming think, off they're coming off the MCU. Yeah, I know. I think it's still like a overarching story, right? I think it's still important. Yes. Sure. Like, Within, they, like yes. a lot of it would be for like, character development yes. and stuff like that. That's that's what I'm saying. I reckon yeah. you can have like, you know, Star Trek for the most part is like Monster of the Week, but they have character development through the through that yeah. stuff and characters significant changes, but still through episodic format. How long would you make a season? Um, it depends on the game. And how much would you branch it? Because would you just have a branch and then come to a close at the end of every episode, and so each branch doesn't actually change that much? Because uh, like uh, if, uh, if you had endings, each one branch yeah. and have all the choices matter, you know, then you come uh, to a Mass Effect problem where it's got to narrow down at some point, right? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Not sure. I think you you'd have to make it so that each episode could be somewhat choose your own adventure with maybe one or two overall story choices. I mean, Life is Strange does it fairly well. It's the same I mean, thing. That's true, but they only they only go through five episodes, five Yeah, but I things, feel like for like you know? if you were going to do a monster of the week one to get the most out of it, you wouldn't be able to do any less than 2 to 3 hours, right? For each, if it's going to be a game interactive, it would yeah. need to be two hours at least. Yeah, right. And I feel like maybe slightly less, but each chapter in Life is Strange, yeah, about four hours or five hours. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Carrie, what's yours? I said this during the break, and it's just the only thing I've got in my head. So when Jeremy was talking about Demon Souls before and how it's generic fantasy. I started thinking about how I like Zelda games a lot. And then I started thinking about how Zelda's kind of fantasy tropes. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I started thinking about what if Zelda did other fantasy tropes that I really like, like dragons. And then I started thinking about what if they made a Zelda game 
with dragons in it. And then I started thinking about what if the people who made Zelda made an Aragon game? And it's tricky because we're not... I, I guarantee you when I said this before, Jeremy and June both laughed. Sure did. But because they've heard it before, they're not laughing and they just think it's sad because I've said Aragon sure am. <laughs> 78 times on this podcast. Thank you, June. Um, God, that'd be so cool. I was saying before, it'd be like, it'd be like you have the, like you find the dragon and you raise it and it's like puppy size and you got to like, you got to like protect it and, and like all the way you're being like chased out of your hometown because you've become a dragon rider person and you got to, you got to help your dragon get bigger and stronger and stay secret, but also like, it's really cool. As well. So, how does this differ from the original Aragon game? Well, that would—that's the story of the Aragon game. Sorry. Of, of, but the, the thing is, that was Aragon the movie, the game. Okay. The so how would how so, would so, the, so like the dragon is not really the big part of like like in my mind I've got Aragon walking through like open world forest, let's say Breath of the Wild kind of type forest, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have your companion. Mm. With you, who's kind of uh, an Ellie character, uh, a Trico character, you know, okay. yeah, you yeah, have, yeah, or an Atreus, you know, you have a, maybe a little bit more control over. Yeah, you can say focus that one and protect that one, and you got to make you got to make sure its health is up. You got to keep feeding it and stuff like that. Not too much, and not so unwieldy as Trico as you get annoyed at it like a real pet. Um, the thing that's cool about dragons in Aragon, and there's so many things. But some of the, did you know, like the they breathe the same fire as the color of their scales. It's really cool. Um, no, but one of the cool things is that they grow really quickly, right? So if you do that first Aragon game, you go from having this hatchling dragon to by two thirds of the way through the game, a, a dragon that's big enough that you can ride. Mm. And that would be, I think, a really cool story to go through and do that that companion sort of gameplay, which we've seen a bunch of times now with all those games I just mentioned. But have it be this. I do. I don't think there's anyone in the world that dislikes dragons. Yeah. I don't think you can go wrong with a dragon game. I feel like people would just like. I don't. It up. I feel like it hasn't been done properly. Yet. I mean, Skyrim has dragons in it. Dragons are they're always the well, not always, but a lot of the time they are the bad, the bosses, yeah. the enemies. The not in Skyrim. I mean, yes, in Skyrim. I mean, for the most part on Skyrim. They're, yeah, they're it's just that one. Actually, enemies. it's just for Parathenux. That's the good one, isn't yeah. it? Um. And like, but that makes it special. They just fly around and yeah, attack. And like, I want a pet dragon. I feel like that really like hits to like everyone that grew up in like our era that read Dragonology. Well, it was Dragonology, and it was um, the Neverending Story. Yeah, <laughs> that's not was, a dragon. That's just a dog. Yeah, it was a big, big dog dragon. Yeah, I want an actual dragon with proper wings and yeah. teeth. I mean, I want to have a. I want to have a more Wait, games industry on. answer. Hang you on. know? How to Train Your Dragon. I'm sure there's well, so a so bazillion the How been, to Train Your Dragon game. I've been thinking here trying to think of what studio I would want to make a How to Train Your Dragon game. I don't quite know which studio I would want. I think maybe the team that made the first Ratchet and Clanks. That maybe? could be fun. Yeah. I think it would be those. If they. You see, the, 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 the reason I like Aragon as a game is because the game would be rated like M or MA, you know? Like it would mm. be a mature game. Those games. And, and like it, it would be mechanically mature as well, not just thematically. Hey, did you ever play uh, the what is the Philip Pullman book? Uh, the the golden, golden Golden Compass. Yeah, did you Again, ever play the, the game, game based on the movie? Have I never played, played the game. Uh, it's 
I was very was, upset. It was with the really movie. good, to be honest. Like, I really liked that game. Okay. Uh, what which, about which the Mufellas? Because that. <laughs> I honestly didn't didn't get that far. The Mufellas, the thing that he wrote into the book, to like, <laughs> so that Hollywood could never adapt it into a movie. They were like indescribable creatures because <laughs> he never wanted his book to be made into a movie. Oh, that's funny. He did it anyway. I need to, I need to Google this to make sure um, it's correct. I feel like it's just that. But which which game? Because that that the game DS came out around the same time where there was Game Boy Advance, DS, like PS2, PS3, 360, and so there were like four different versions of each game. Were they the same game or different games? They were all like like variations, but none of them Wild. were the same because all of the hardware was drastically different. <laughs> um, the DS one I played. Mm-hmm. I don't know how different they are. Um, Do you know, I played the Aragon DS game and PS2 game, and they're very different and are very they? good. Huh. I should really play. Why don't we do Aragon for game spoilers one one time? I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd give it a go. It's got multiplayer. You can play it with me, buddy. Two player co op. I'd give it a go. It's Carrie's like favorite game. Yeah, it's he'd your be really happy. Game? He'd be ah, really happy about I'd have it. Have fun memories. Anyway, we'll do you want? What do you, should we talk about the question for? Unless anyone else has any more answers. I mean, like I was saying, I wish I had. I wish I could sit here and honestly give you like a games industry a like smart heavy. Answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I got nothing. None of us are smart people. I got sorry. nothing in the tank. I'm sorry. I'm sure if I sat here for a week, I'd figure it out. But I uh, turns out I don't think about the questions between each week. I apologize. <laughs> Neither uh, do I, I. It's alright. I had one more which I was workshopping, but I couldn't really think of a really good answer. Um, I thought of like a, a decent one. So Atomic Blonde was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, it's not a great movie. Um, but it's got a cool-looking aesthetic, um, and it's got decent music in it as well. Um, That's sort of like, like action. Yeah, like just raw action. Right? Like, like the fights were good. Was the thing because yeah. it was directed by like a stunt person, so like all the fights were good and not much else. So, um, did either of you ever play Wet? No, not Wet. <laughs> no. So, so what I was going to say was the people who made Doom, just because there's a lot of momentum in a lot of those fights in Atomic Blonde. And I wouldn't There's mind... There's momentum in wet. No. <laughs> I don't want to think about wet. Oh. I want... Who made I, wet? I enjoyed that demo. I, I don't want... Remember. Ninja Theory? I want Mirror's Edge slash something. A Mirror's Edge plus developer. No, no more I Mirror's want Edge a Mirror's Edge property. type of game from a different... Maze Runner. From... Uh, uh, I, uh... Come on, I feel like there's something good here. What, what parkour sort of... properties are there? I mean, you remember when they introduced parkour to the world with James Bond Casino Royale? No, I don't remember <laughs> and that. And they parkoured up a crane? I don't remember that. It's like a 15-minute parkour chase. Oh, in the, the actual movie? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. It's a good I, movie. I, I can't, that is a good movie. I'm trying to think of a property that would go with Mirror's Edge as well. Um, and the only thing I can think of... Something be, like... Let's be young... Huh? What like a what like a like like putting what about taking a property and putting it into a different setting like putting Indiana Jones in modern modern day like urban street gang like, setting or you something don't want like that. that. No, I know, In- but Indiana like, Jones is already problematic. <laughs> I'm just trying to twerk it. Yeah. What is I mean, the Mirror's Edge theme on its own? I was going to say so like kind of weird fantasy, but like Assassin's Creed exists. Yeah, right. and then you run into the issue where if you go back further like they have now, there's no cities, so there's no free running. Yeah. It's just running across fields. Anyway, I'll mm. think about it. Mirror's anyway, Edge. I really want an XCOM Star Trek game. Yeah, that'd be cool. Set on the Enterprise, 
build up your thing. Or a Star Trek. Well, not just the Enterprise, right? Like different like expeditions. I want Star Trek, but Mass Effect. But I want Star Trek property with the sound and music and the uniforms. I want all that. <sighs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you don't get to say that until you play Mass Effect. I'm going to play Mass Effect when it comes out. Sure. Sure you are, buddy. I am. Sure. I'm excited to play those games. Uh-huh. I legitimately am. Good thing like, they're going to be finally accessible to you now yeah. and not any time before now. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question? What is the next question? What video game character would you get drunk with? Parthenax. Garrus. I like Parthenax answer better. It's a good one. I just picked a Mass Effect character. Frog Detective. Neither of you have played Mass Effect yet. I, I Frog who, Detective. I, I know who Garrus is. <laughs> yeah, but you I, don't know why who, you'd want to have a drink with him. Everyone knows who Garrus is. Yeah, yeah but not, you don't know why you'd want to have a drink with him. Did you romance Garrus? Nah. No, you're not a true Garrus, Garrus fan then, are you? No, but I picked like the popular answer. All right. No, but like he's... he, But like whether you romance him or not, he's a good mate, you know? Be a good character to get drunk with. All right, let's talk about the next one, right? Ratchet. There's this cool golf scene with Garrus where you're just in the Citadel, which is this big city that's like a ring in like zero gravity. Did you say golf? And you're in like the middle of it, like in the middle bits and there's like ships flying all around you and you're just hitting golf balls into the <laughs> middle of the Citadel. <laughs> that's cool. Pretty good. Uh, um, So we've got like random news things have happened. We're going to we're gonna breeze through them because this podcast is, wow, very long. And... um. So we're just going to go through it. Part of the reason we're doing this is because there was a Nintendo Direct last week. Part of the reason is because as of recording this, there is a Sony state of play in 10 hours and 50 minutes. Um, so we're going to record this. We might bring put in an interstitial of Jeremy and our, my reactions of that. June's going to be busy. Um, so if there's stuff to talk about that one, we might record a little 10-minute stinger to maybe insert here. And maybe we won't insert it here. We'll see. Um um, no, it's yeah, not going to be put there. Pardon? No, nah, it'll be a different episode, I reckon. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, either way. Um, so there's a few things to go through here. Jeremy, do you want to take us away? You, you put the doc together today, which I'm very thankful for, but that mm, means I have you. none of the requisite articles up. Sure. Um, well, let's start with... There was a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Did we, I th- we all watched it, I guess, right? Oh, you were at work. I was at work. I didn't watch it at the time. I came home and watched the whole thing. I haven't thing. seen it, but I've seen the highlights of it. Right, okay. I was I was at work where we sell video games, trying to duck any spoilers for the that direct because the because everyone because this was a bona fide direct. It wasn't a yeah, uh, it was a 3D showcase. It was 3D showcase. It wasn't it wasn't like a third party showcase. It wasn't a, a a Pokemon direct or a Smash direct. It was a full Nintendo direct, which we hadn't had in more than a year and a half or a, as much as a year and a half. Um, and all we knew is that Smash Brothers was going to be in it. So yeah. I thought everyone was like, oh, it's huge. We're going to maybe see Breath of the Wild or maybe Metroid, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Turns out it was pretty crap direct. Splatoon. Yeah. Splatoon. Yeah. Splatoon 3. Splatoon so, 3. There's, there's, there's like a few gems, but for the, the strife I went through at work to try and avoid all signs of yeah. what happened, yeah. it was absolutely not worth it. Worth, work it? worth it. Can we talk about... Talk about Splatoon. We can talk about Splatoon. Well, like, uh, yeah. So we'll talk about the big three first. Splatoon is one of the big three. June, you have feelings about Splatoon. I three. like Splatoon. Jeremy, why are you looking? Why are you loading into Trello? Because I've got a better list on my Trello. So, so Splatoon, three. They announced Splatoon three. Yes. I am honestly very surprised that they're, they're doing a sequel. I'm not. No. No. Okay. Um, Splatoon two was 
really big. I mean, it was great. And it was a launch title and it did yeah. really well. But it was also that sort of like Splatoon 1.5. You know what I mean? Oh, it wasn't. I heard people, a lot of people say it had like similar content to Splatoon 1. In Splatoon I had 2. a whole different story. Yeah, but what about multiplayer? I never played the first one. I don't think it had Salmon Run. Okay. Salmon Run. I didn't have Salmon Run. Run. That was in 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway. Sure, go on. Uh, so at the end of the s- story, the Splatfest of s- season two, Splatoon two, um, the last Splatfest was Chaos versus Order, and Chaos won. Oh, which I think is why that they've gone, they've gone like the apocalyptic. World yeah, with what like thing. the Eiffel Tower's like yeah, upside, upside down, down in the stuff. desert, uh, which I think is really cool. And funny tweet about like <laughs> the squids killed all the French or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that time. Um, actually, I saw a really good one this morning. I saw about it. Um, and the character customizations look really good, and you yeah. get your own little salmonoid, um, which you can also customize. And the music's really good. Mm. And I've been playing Splatoon two this week a fair bit, um, because I felt like it. And there's so many people playing that game now that really? Splatoon three has been announced. Interesting. Um. Anyway, I'm excited about it. I was honestly a little disappointed in the trailer. They show that. Oh, the trailer was the tra- yeah. The trailer was kind of boring. And it was like, oh wow, the setting looks so cool. They're going to do something. And then it was like, they're on a train. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then they're like, they're in the city. I'm like, oh again. I the, I think the city <laughs> looks really cool. Um, I mean, yeah, but also like to someone who's like barely played the games, so it's just like, oh, this looks exactly the same. Yeah, like I, no, it doesn't. It, it, like I had the exact same thought. I was like, no, it, it looks so much more detailed. I was like, what is this like fucking Fallout esque fucking Splatoon game? I thought that was going to be so sick, and like then, this sort of open world ish or just like story adventure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. Well, and, yeah, and then I was like, then they showed the multiplayer, and I was like, oh, cool, this game again. Yeah, the third time. That's I think what it's I want. good. I think it's fine. That's I think they've got something going there. The, that game exists, though. The story in Splatoon, the level design, and saying this. the mechanics is phenomenal. It's so good, and I want more story from Splatoon. So I'm excited for that, um, and especially with how well they did the DLC into. It, hopefully, that they carry on with that quality and. Hopefully three is excellent. Mm. I'm glad it's happening. Like I'm, I, it's it's nothing but a positive thing that it's Spl- happening. Splatoon is such like, it has so much joy in it. There's like there's nothing bad about Splatoon. Like it's I log in, I'm a squid, <laughs> I have cool clothes, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's fun. It's yeah. just always fun. And so I, I want more of that, please. You're gonna get it. Yep. In 2022. Yep. yep. For eighty nine ninety five, I'll pay that. Um, so the, the other two uh, big announcements was the, the Smash reveal, obviously the two new Xenoblade characters. Well, the one new Xenoblade character. Uh, yes, well, I mean, <laughs> two characters in one fighter. Yeah. Um, and Skyward Sword HD. Yep. Um, now fully playable without motion controls. Mm. Or with motion controls, which yes. I think is good as well. I'm yeah. glad they have both. You can do both, um, which is good that you can do both because it was uh, motion recall, motion controls were required in the Skyward Sword game on the Wii, and uh, I was thinking about people who are in a Switch Lite, and I was like, huh, yeah. I wonder if they'll be able to play in this video game. Yep, and then they specifically showed it being played on a Switch Lite. Yeah, which is that's the use case. Yeah, but also people who just want to sit on the couch and not waggle. Yeah, um, I'm disappointed. 
You're disappointed. <laughs> by what? That it's only one Skyward Sword and not like... Oh, by the Direct in general. Yeah, I mean, by the announcement of, of that being the only Zelda game they're bringing this year. I don't think it's... Well, they told us we're going to hear more about Breath of the Wild before the end of the year. Yeah. But remember what they... So everyone was expecting a lot because it's... Zelda's, Zelda's 35th, 35th anniversary. Yeah. Remember, it was also last year Mario's 35th anniversary and it took him until September to do something about it. Sure, but I think Mario's release date was later. It was way later. Yeah, I just think and they we, might come out with something further down the track. But we also heard about that Mario game so far in advance and we think some, like, some, I think something happened to that. What, 3D All-Stars? Yeah. Yeah, because we heard about that game like six months before it was announced. Mm. Like I heard, like there were leaks about that. Like, is one outlet reported it, and then every other outlet reported it because it was already out there at that point. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I also heard about this. I can confirm this is real." So, what are you saying? I think what's the? I think we haven't heard anything about any other Zelda games coming out. What are you talking about? People are clamoring for the for the other ones. No, but I said we haven't heard anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, people were expecting maybe a, a collection of games. Yeah, maybe N sixty four ones brought up or even just the Wii U ports brought over that's the, I was really hoping we'd see Wind Waker and Twilight Princess brought over um, I, I'm not giving up hope yet but well, you know we'll see um, so $90 on a Wii game on the Switch is it $90? actually no sorry I think it's only 60 sorry my bad I think it's about 60 bucks well for Skyward Sword yeah $60 for Skyward Sword yeah oh that's great it's a Wii game it's a new. It's a remastered for Switch game. Yeah, you can play it without motion controls, but also it's great with motion controls. That game is good. It's a little over full in like the between dungeons sections, but it's got great heart and a great story. I'm looking back. I haven't played any of the Zelda games on the Wii or the Wii U, um, so I'm looking forward to playing some of those. But like, I was hoping for something a bit more exciting. I think that's fair enough. Um, Skyward Sword is not one that it? I was thinking about, for example. No. 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 Sorry. I'm shocked. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Jeremy? I was just saying, like, I, I was hoping just for something a bit more exciting. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm not ruling it out yet, but there's no denying that it wasn't in this direct. Yeah. Man, we watched that whole thing and it was like Famicom Detective and Project Triangle Strategy, which is good. I'm not knocking it. I think that which is the the um spiritual successor to Octopath Traveler. Um, yeah, it, it totally is. But um, that game looks cool. It does that Look, that same two D HD. Octopath Traveler looked cool as well. Well, they're calling it, it the out. the two D HD saga or something like that. Ugh. As like the the art style, the art style, and it's also like linking the games together. Okay, well, because the games the the style of game is very different. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Project Trials, Pro- Project Triangle Strategy is a <laughs> um, like a spiritual successor to like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought I, I forgot that I played that game Final Fantasy Tactics is a great video game oh, it is I, I played hear, that one I hear that one's mm. quite good yeah um, y'all hear about you remember when Octopath was revealed and no one could stop laughing at it or everyone couldn't stop laughing at it yeah no one could stop laughing at it yeah I know I don't know how to say that everyone couldn't stop laughing everyone could stop laughing at it project triangle strategy did y'all see the trailer for Mario Golf Super Rush no yeah. This game looks so fun. It's fine. This game looks so good. It's like a, Mario, already golf a Mario golf game. Not, not on Switch. Not, for, not even on the Wii U. Who plays golf games? I will play Mario golf game for two reasons. One, there's a story mode. What happens? I don't know. Find you out. You play as your me. You play as your me. Talk to Yoshi and Toad and 
But there is a, there is a game mode called Speed Golf, in which you have four players all hitting the golf ball at the same time, and you have to run to your ball faster than someone else. Yeah, you have and to do like, like the whole bit of the course as yeah. faster than anyone else. You got to run faster than everyone, and you got like power ups because like the different characters have different abilities and stuff. It looks really fun. It looks like the only good Mario Party. <laughs> I like um, Mario Party. Okay, well, I hope you have fun with it. There's a bunch of other stuff announced, like a bunch of ports, Fall Guys, Outer Wilds, Apex, and there was a bunch of like random. Hey, Outer Wilds on Switch? Yeah. Maybe I'll play it. The trailer was terrible. It had their like oh my God. their really? their direct like present presenter just talking over the whole thing. Oh, like, that's a shame. Headed to the new world, but at every 22 minutes, the world explodes. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll go back in time and you can try and pick up where you left I off. Know. I was mean. What a shame. Many anybody who's played that game and loves that game was cringing through that trailer, going, yeah. "No, don't say these things. Yeah. Let people figure it out." Um, there was a Ghost and Goblins game that looked fucking terrible. It looked absolutely atrocious, and there was a bunch of other random stuff. Um, it was a pretty not great direct. Yeah. Um, Splatoon three, great. Yeah. Skyward Sword, great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like. Sure ain't any Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> sure ain't literally came out on stage to say, hey, there's no Breath of the Wild 2 information this year. Or this no, direct, not, not this, this, this direct, yeah. rather. The thing that got me was um, half an hour before I started work, which was literally the same time that the direct started. I was um, I was on Twitter and the uh, a rundown of what was in the show leaked. Um, yeah. And I saw someone talk about it. It was like, if they like comment thread and they're like, if this is true, then they should have, they should have let the direct name stay dead. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Uh, there was a game that actually looked kind of interesting, which I wanted to get you, both your opinions oh, on. And what's the what's it, Neon White? That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Made by Ben Esposito. <gasps> really? It is not. It's not at all like Donut not County. Not at all like Donut County. Okay. But the character design of some of the characters in this Similar? game, you're like, you're like I assassins. Trust, no, no, I trust. I trust. You're I like trust. assassins sent from hell to heaven. Oh, interesting. And they're all very animated. They're it's very like game. Paradise Killer anime style character designs. I'm listening. But it's kind of like a first person. Oh, I did see this. I didn't yeah, realize like it was Ben Esposito. Holy fuck. like card right. game. It looks sweet. This is a live reaction, everyone. Yeah, I I was I was interested in this game until I realized it was deck building, and I I, I just I don't, don't like think it's building. as deck building as you think it is. I think the deck is just a way for you to roguelike build your your run as you go. I'm less interested looking at this now. Yeah, it is not very uh, Donut County. This this Let's is not, not this is not Donut County at all. This is not my style. But wait till you see the wait till you see the character designs. Like they're, oh, they're, they're, they're cute. cute. All right, I they change are, my mind. <laughs> You see what I mean about like Paradise Killer yeah. kind of vibes, though. Like, I truly, honestly thought this was a Paradise Killer um, prequel or sequel before I realized what it actually was. I, I honestly thought it was a Paradise Killer game. That looks really cool, actually. I mean, the character design. I don't know about the gameplay, but I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, that looks really neat." And then I saw Ben Esposito. I was like, "Oh, who is that?" I know that name, and I googled it. And I saw Donut County. I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> interesting." Well, I hope it does well. I'm gonna get it. That's a, that's a me game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the direct. Um, sure wasn't worth ducking for an hour. What? I was getting something off my fingers again. Oh, not okay. a single <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> Clicking. <laughs> well, I thought I thought you were pointing at something. No, no, no. This was me getting like hair off my yeah, hand. Get, getting, getting and also saying hair. it wasn't worth ducking for four hours. Yeah. Um. So, one week later, we will have a PlayStation 
thing tomorrow. Yep. I was. They say it's going to you... be half an hour for the, for about ten games. Oh. PS4 what and time, PS5. What time? Nine a.m. Maybe I will be awake. We'll be up. We'll be reacting to it. There's no point else promoting it because it's already happened by the time you're listening to this. Yep. Uh, I was also going to say, oh, should we predict what's going to be in as like we like we could try and Quickly. predict, but like also people are going to know the answers before this goes up. Yeah. Uh, give me one prediction. <laughs> I don't know. Ragnarok footage. No. <laughs> 2022 release date. I don't think we'll see it at all. Okay, that's coming out in 2022 then. Yeah. If we don't see it tomorrow, it's coming out in 2022. Oh, no, I don't think we're going to see it yet. Yeah. 2020. If we're seeing it this year, then we have to see it soon. Yeah, which is why I don't think we're going to see it tomorrow. I don't think we're going to see it this year. Um, uh, my one prediction, uh, it's been it's been lightly rumoured here and there um, that the team that made Astrobot is working on something else now because they, they've... The team who made the Astrobot and the... Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom. Um, they've said they're not ma- working on another Astrobot game um, for the time being, at least. Um, maybe they're making an Ape Escape. Oh. What's the... Oh. You know, when we recorded that last episode, I came out... In, we all you know we finished up and we went out into the main room and your housemate was playing uh, Ape Escape 3. One of them. Whatever the last one was, yeah, I think. Three. Why would why why? <laughs> They're fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I played through like either two or one. I played through most of it in a sitting. It was good. It was a good fun oh, game. Great, wacko, <laughs> wacko, wacko. Each um, to their own, Kerry. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all enthused by a new Ape Escape, but neither am I. Do you we, think we get that tomorrow, though? Like, they only just... I have no idea. Do we see Silent Hill? Oh, that'd be neat. No. No? Still, no. St- like, st- still dead? They're still, they're still talking about this ghost of a game, like, bouncing around studios. Like, oh, this is a Silent Hill tease? No, it's not. Oh, this is a Silent Hill tease? No, it's not. I just really want a Silent Hill game. So bad. You see uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodline has been pushed back again. Yeah. It, it, and, it's been... and the developer's been taken yeah, off and it. The... Yeah, and I don't know how well it's going to do that, that, now that, that the devs really have changed. Yeah. yeah, like that it's game must shame. be in a fucking state. If yeah, Paradox had to take over from whatever the name of the studio that was running it, yeah. and it's now not coming out this year at all. No, it was supposed to come out last year. year. Yeah, that game was so close to coming out. They have the pre-order bonuses up everywhere. Yeah, they had the statue designs finalized and everything. It's a shame. I really hope that they can keep it. Yeah, going. What's the kind of thing though. When I saw that announcement, I was like, kind of not surprised. You know, I feel like I haven't yeah. seen anything from that game. Yeah. When are we going to... This is a completely aside. When the fuck are we going to see Dying Light 2? Mate, that game... Hey, you, when you was remember that talking about development hell, development limbo? Or you remember, like, the space that Final Fantasy fifteen and Last Guardian lived in for five years? Yeah. That, that's that's, that's that. where that game is. Yeah. When was that teased? Fucking 2000 and... It was, it was like full-on E3 demo show. Yeah. yeah. It was like 2019, maybe 2018. No, it was earlier than that. I'm I, pretty think sure. was, I think it was about 2018 yeah. around. Dying Light, not Dead Rising. No, I'm thinking of Dying Light. Yeah. But the, the full on- another one. Sorry, this reminded me. When are we going to see Dead Island 2? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> sorry, that- that's what I meant instead of Dead Rising. Oh, I okay. meant Dead Island. Is Dead Island 2 dead? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, proper? That's, that's, that's- Jack Black was in that game. <laughs> Mate, that game didn't exist. Well, no, we never saw gameplay, but I mean, like, is that game never, ever going to come out? I don't think so. So, okay. So, something has leaked for tomorrow. (sighs) I'm going to try not to get upset about this. Is it it just the thing that you put in the doc before, Jeremy? Yes. 
Final Fantasy VII Remake Ever Crisis. What does that mean? So it'll be the ultimate edition of Final Fantasy VII on the PS4 coming to PS5. Do they say if it's a free upgrade? Can you have an ultimate edition of a game that's not finished? finished. The game (laughs) is finished. It's just not done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's what the alleged press statement reads. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is the definitive edition of the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy VII Remake. With additional features and stunning visual enhancements, the award-winning video game takes full advantage of the power of the new console. Uh The new additions include... No. Don't say it. it. Performance mode, which targets FPS with 1440p render resolution and 4K output to all graphics mode with 30 FPS. Ray tracing at 1440p render resolution and 4K output. Okay, great. Sounds good. Can we stop there? (laughs) Yes. Too bad. Full Full dual sense support. Great. Cool. Two brand new chapters. No! <laughs> Chapter 8.5. No! <laughs> All Dressed Up is what it's called. Oh, no! And a mysterious Chapter 9. Hey, is that, is, the, is that the chapter where Clyde wears a dress? No, yeah. it's the one before it. Oh, really? Walmart, it's Chapter 9. Oh, okay. Uh, a mysterious Chapter 19, Karen. A new boss battle, various new arena abilities and boss select mode, materia quick change, photo mode, new sets of trophies. I don't know if the mic's picking up, but Kerry's crying a lot. I don't want DLC for this game. Okay. Um, another poster, and so someone else says this coincided with what I've heard. Um, this is all from Reset Era, so I'm not sure where this is initially coming from, but I've heard this, I've, I've seen this a bunch of other places. And there, there, Kerry. Je- the Grab- game ends at chapter 14. They're putting in chapter 8.5 and chapter 19. Fuck off. Uh, it will launch globally at April 10, which is pretty soon. Uh, That's PS4, the exact PS5. same launch date as when the game came out last year. Really? That's cool. Um, Xbox? Doesn't say Xbox. One year exclusivity, remember? Mm. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say Xbox at all. Um, pre-order now to receive the exclusive in-game weapon, Butterfly Edge, for Cloud Strike. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to very briefly... <laughs> It's a funny sound. Sorry, we're recording this at a cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to very briefly um, scroll up to... Can you imagine? We we should do an episode of this. (laughs) My new mixer can record just onto an SD. All right, leave it open. What are you doing? Hey. I don't know. We're being a little loud. I'm crying a little loud. That's your problem. I'm I'm upset. I'm upset because I don't want this game drip fed to me. I I don't want Final Fantasy... Uh, 1.8 remix. I don't want. You don't want Final Fantasy to become Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna point the gun at the back of your head and say always was. <laughs> 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 no, Jeremy. I'm sorry, but it always was. No, Jeremy. I've played through multiple Final Fantasy games. So have I. On their own. So and they I. are much better than at least the Kingdom Hearts that I've experienced. Uh, I'm I'm here to tell you that. Neither of those franchises care for quality of game. Uh, it, I no- think I think you've hold you no, 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 no. Okay? Namara, you cannot be trusted to be sensible. I don't want chapter eight point five. You don't have a choice. Or nineteen. I don't, don't want them now. I want them. Don't play them. I, uh, yeah. Right. Imagine that, Gary. <laughs> I know. All right. What else? What's news? I'm just, I'm just trying to find the, the just uh, the, the, now, the quick. <sighs> Jeremy's finding my own words to. We had a, a heated Discord messaging thread about this. Let's not take too long though. Uh, 
I actually can't find it. Thank God. So don't worry about it. I don't, I don't remember where we... I was saying, I don't think this game works with DLC. And you were saying, this game's going to have DLC. Yeah. And I was adamant that it just didn't work, that there was no chance. I'm no also chance. Saying, I, no I, chance. I think it totally can work with DLC. I don't think I it think works. they can make any game work with DLC if it means more money. Yeah. I mean, listening to that breakdown you've got there, if that is to be believed, it is a leak, but if that is true, that doesn't sound like they're offering the upgrade for free. To no, people doesn't. who own it already. Sure doesn't. Which means we're looking at a Control Ultimate Edition scenario again where, you know, even if you own the game, even if you platinum the last game, even if you want to play it on PS5, you're not getting the upgrade. Um, maybe there's like a, if you own it already, pay $20, maybe like the the um, Spider-Man Standard 2 Ultimate Edition mm. thing. Mm. But I don't have I don't have high hopes about that. I... I this is a bad move. Honestly, I don't. I don't want Final Fantasy VII to be drip fed to us over a year, or like once a year for the next ten years, because it's going to lose its potency. It's going to lose its its zing. It's going to lose its specialness because that game last year, playing it last year, was so special to me. I I disagree. Only in the sense I think they'll do one DLC for this in this expanded edition. Yeah, and then and then we won't see it again until they make the next version. Like they. They're not bringing out Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC 2. They're not... Like, they, they didn't do that... Like, did that with Final Fantasy 15 and it didn't work out well for them at all. They canned a bunch of it, like, mm. way late into development. Yeah. I mean, um, way late. That's because they had been doing it for three years by that point. Oh, sure. But I think, like, this this will be it for Final Fantasy 7. Because <sighs> they need to bring it to PS5. And they need to make part two. Yeah. And so they can, they can round off whatever they didn't finish up for 7. Yeah. This will be that. This will be a tease for the next part. And then we won't see it for th- for two years, and then in in three years, we'll see the announcement, and then the year after we'll get the game. And I platinum that game like four months ago, mm-hmm. like, oh well, maybe like six months ago. Fuck, time is a slight circle right now. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to do it again? I did it twice. I did it for hard mode, and then to get all the all of the dresses and all the endings, I had to play through the the middle. Quarter. Okay. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to play them again. <laughs> no, I know. But to get to chapter nineteen, if it doesn't use my save from my old game, I'm gonna have to play the whole game. Yeah, but that'll be great in the sixty FPS ray trace. Like, I don't want to be sick of that game before the next part comes out. It, you're not gonna be because they're not gonna come out soon. They said they're gonna bring it out sooner, but sooner to them means announced in 2014 and released in 2020. <laughs> They've got the, the the trains on the tracks now. The train's off the rails, my no, friend. No, no, this no, is Nomura. I I don't like this chaotic narrative you have. Power like you to think you know Nomura, what's going on. Make it nuts. Make Final Fantasy VII Part Two the next Kingdom Hearts game. It's happening. Do you any quick prediction for state of play? No. Do you think? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I'm child five. <laughs> Last of Us Part Two PS5 version. Yeah, probably. Oh not. yeah, we'll see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe maybe a release date for Horizon. Yeah, probably. It'll be this year, like late this year. Um, do we see? This will be the last question I have about. This I know because yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we're not going to predict because people yeah. can know already. Yeah. Um, do we, we see Fumita Uwe's new game, the person who made Last Guardian, instead of the Colossus and Ico? No. That would be fun. Uh maybe it's been five years since Last Guardian. It's possible. Mm. I w- I would like to. Yeah. Five right? Years. Something Five new from years. Kojima. Yeah. 
dare I say? Uh, no, just maybe. to Death Stranding. Surely not. That was two that years was, ago. No, what? it was a year and a half. Year and a half. Time really is a flat circle. 2019. End of 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Days Gone is coming to Steam? Yeah. What other games are like... They've announced that more games are going to be coming to PC. But does that mean like the Uncharted Oh, that's the other thing you don't have here. They announced PSVR 2. Oh, yeah. I mean... Not that exciting. Yeah. like Yeah, I mean, there's no picture. Also, like, of course they were going to do that. Yeah, it's iffy. Of course they were going to do that. I only only wasn't so sure because the PS5 camera doesn't work with the PSVR. You have to plug in your old PS4 camera. Which means if Why? you wanted to use PSVR on your PS5, like I do, I had to fill in a form and get Sony to send me an adapter. For free. For free, which was good. But also, I had to do that. <laughs> because the PS5 camera doesn't support VR, which is a really strange choice. Okay. Well, it's not going to... The PS5 camera isn't going to be doing room tracking with the same light setup that the current PSVR headset does. That's that's what it means. Yeah, I know. I just I, Moving I, beyond that, because it has, it has its very severe limits. Yeah, I just thought it was strange that it didn't support it and they did say from the beginning that psvr was going to be supported. It, it was a whole weird thing like it was it was strange with the marketing on some of that stuff yeah um anyway the, jeremy the last thing anthem oh poor An- anthem anthem is yeah. kill oh as of as of this I'm morning so woke up to this news sad this morning. about it not that i have any interest in playing anthem Oh no! Uh, I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this was two years this. ago when this came out. I, also, you're not the problem. Anthem's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That game wasn't good. Yeah. You like, remember? This was two years ago. I was saying on this very podcast, February, February, two years ago, this very podcast, when I was sitting here saying I'm, I want to be hopeful. Mm. They should have added truck nuts. They should have added truck nuts. Pat Gill. What? <laughs> he was Pat Gill's something. Right. He really, he really was on or something. Anyway, moving on. Um, it says in the statement here, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, aka Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today. Makes me like kind of want to jump in. They could have... I'm sorry um, that they, they weren't given a second chance. Or, like, didn't. They couldn't capitalize on that chance. Yeah. Really. I mean, it could have been the fucking... No Mass Man's Effect. Sky situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Which is hard. That redemption story is yeah, not easy. No. I don't <laughs> know if they could have done that with this game. <sighs> I think there was a lot of foundational issues in this game that yeah. No Man's Sky was just like, a lot of that was just absent. Yeah. Whereas in this, they existed and they just weren't enjoyable to connect yeah. with in any meaningful way. I, um, I, I just wanted, I wanted it to be good. Yeah. I wanted Bioware to have another hit. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's the, there was that story that came out last year about Bioware magic. Fuck. Mm. Um, which you know, it turns out, dumbass executives can ruin anything if they if they if they try hard enough. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, I I think this is this is not a slight on anybody who worked on Anthem. This is a slight on upper management. Yeah. Um. And people who are in charge of decision making decision making at EA. Um. That this was their fault. Um. Because I, I went back to Anthem. What? Like, when I say went back, I like had access to EA Premier or whatever, and I re-downloaded it, and I played it for one day. And I just got bored. Mm. I just was... It was flat. I really liked the movement in that game. Like, the dodging. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Like, like the... And the... Especially as the... the they were all called javelins, weren't they? What yeah. was the What was the really 
the small and nimble one. The really nimble one was fun because it was it was all about you like dodging around the battlefield. That yeah. felt really cool. Yeah. And but like the 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 the, the story area, the first person story area. Oh yeah, that was it was really rough. That was poo. Um and like the enemy variety in the combat which just wasn't that like it got so samey so quick and it didn't yeah. feel as good as Destiny. Yeah. So yeah. Pull one out. We wanted we wanted you to we wanted you to succeed, Anthem. That's two bad Bioware games in a row now. Yeah. Followed Followed by Mark Dara and what's his name leaving as well? Casey Hudson. Uh, Casey oh, Hudson. Dragon Age 4. Yeah. Dragon Age 4, the new Mass Effect, whatever that I'm was going to be called. I'm so concerned. It is, it is concerning for that studio. Yeah, it is. Um, Stuck uh, trying to create generational defining games. It's a... Yep. I hope they, hope they find a new direction to go in that works for them and for everybody else. Yep. Um... Yeah, I think that's all the news. Oh, there was there was one final thing just in relation to state of play. Um, Steam databases uh, GTA Five entry got an update last night, so not sure what that means in relation to this. But like apparently, like Rockstar is going to be at um, the state of play, probably just to show off the GTA the GTA Five PS Five version. Yeah, the PS Five version. But the rumor is that there might be like a larger expansion coming to the online mode that would be like Liberty City or something. Yeah, but. Yeah. I don't know how credible uh, that rumor is. That's, yeah. GTA Five's on three consoles now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been three. Now, to be fair, it came out two months before I don't PS4 care. and I don't care. Xbox One came out. That's like, still three generations of consoles. It just needs, it needs to stop. Like it came out in the same window that Cyberpunk came out. Kind of, kind of a deal, you know. I don't care. Sort of. <laughs> Anyway, at this rate, we'll never see GTA 6 because <laughs> everyone keeps buying GTA 5. Again, so. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <sighs> Great. That's the news. We did it. Thank you for telling it, Jeremy. Delivered the news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Sorkin. Give, give a big fucked, fuck Aaron Sorkin real quick. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed this mammoth podcast, it wasn't even a... like. It was just a... We just talked about things we liked for a long time. Nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I, I've had a great time. Yeah. And I would do it again... Next Maybe not tomorrow, but the, maybe in a week or two. <laughs> this was like a good episode. Yeah. yeah we, had a, we had a good time. I hope you, audience member, did as well. If you did... No, you no, no shade if you had a nap in the middle of it. Nah. Nah. I hope you went back, but also, you know, no, no biggie. Get some schnitz in the break. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a pop-top. Get a pop-top. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, you can find it and many more at on our website, uh, minimap.com.au. You can also find uh, all episodes of this podcast, our game club podcast, which is called Game Spoilers Podcast, uh, and our pop culture. Pop yeah. culture? Yeah, I'd call that. Is it pop culture? Yeah, it's pop culture. Yeah. Our pop culture kissability ranking podcast called The Pecking Order. Uh, all of those are on the website. They are all on podcast services everywhere. If you want to support us, you can give those a rating on your podcast service of choice. You can also go to patreon.com slash minimapau. You can throw us a few dollars if you like. Um, all that goes towards us keeping the shows running. Um, we had a great time. Hope you did too. Uh, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And also maybe watch out in the feed. We might have a State of Play exclusive little mini episode just uh, Jeremy and I going over our 
our first blush impressions of what happens tomorrow, which is going to be like at least today or many days past for you by the time you're listening to this. Gary, where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, yeah. I'm at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Thank you, Jeremy. Your Twitter is? At Obi1Jez. June, your Twitter is? Jinez, G-U-N underscore E-double-S. And the Minimap's Twitter is at MinimapAU. Uh, if you missed the stream that Jeremy and I are going to do on Jeremy's Twitch page, then you can find any of those notifications for what's going to be happening with that on those Twitter accounts. Um, but, yeah. Thanks so much for hanging out, for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.